This week on Face Off Hockey Show, the season has started on a Tuesday. It's kind of odd for that. We'll talk about the ESPN uh, opener, or the return to hockey. We'll talk about TBSs. That'll be going on as the show is going on. Uh, we'll talk about all the stuff leading up to it. Things here, there, and everywhere. It's Face Off Hockey Show. It's a season opening edition right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. They just showed uh, the Alex Ovechkin's two goals in his first game, uh, and I, you know, power play specialist uh, Jamie Hewitt also getting some video clips on that one as well. Perfect. That's yeah. good. You're out on the ice. He's lifting the cup. There's Messier on the other channel. I don't know why they showed that. That's promotion to the other channel. Can't do that. Uh, Scotty Waz here, Johnny P there. TBS is on the air there as well as they're showing their opening clip. That's on the uh, internet. You can find that somewhere. Uh, and we'll review a lot of stuff. It's the uh, new new broadcast partners. Um, and we actually had some games. It's kind of weird to have opening nights on a Tuesday. Like Usually it's a Wednesday, it coincides with Wednesday shows. It is, yeah. But hey, whatever, whatever works. If Wednesday night's going to be the national night and TNT's got that, so be it. So, Johnny, what did you do? You had some hockey this weekend. You saw some. You saw some red jerseys. I did. <clears throat> Those red jerseys are pop. Mm-hmm. They came was- out well on the. Uh, so the the only problem with the red jerseys apparently is that uh, they they eat up light, and mm-hmm. I had to put a bunch more light in this week than normal. Uh, but the the pictures turned out crisp. I liked it. They did. They came out nicely, um, all except for whatever they put something on the glass, possibly. And every time I would shoot down to the far goal, I would get like a reflection off mm. of the glass, and it was pissing me off. <laughs> so maybe next time it won't be that way. You have to talk to Gary about that. But yeah, so got to see some good hockey, uh, a sweep, yeah, this weekend. Uh, I got to listen to the Chesapeake Hockey Week podcast. Sure. Uh, Sent Scotty some messages uh, after I listened to it. Um, I watched Dynamite from last week, so I got to see uh, I got to see Hangman Page come back and get a title shot, which I was excited for. And apparently, a, an entire week late when I sent Matt Death a message. I was all pumped up that Hangman Page was back. And he's like, you know, I've been waiting for a while for that message. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Ten seconds in, Gretzky looks already uninterested. (laughs) He's just kind of there. Just collecting a paycheck. Exactly. Gow, he's using using David Poyle's hair color guy. That's good. Uh, Good to see. Good to see what Wainer's doing with that. Uh, But yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was good stuff. This past weekend at the Den. Nice. Uh, 
I had to put this. Uh... I got my. Uh, I got my. Uh, I found my um, Letterman jacket from high school, so I'm gonna wear that to my 25th high school reunion. Fits yeah. me. Fits me way better now than it ever did before. <laughs> Gotta love that. You gotta love how time. It's like a fine wine, jet like your jacket is. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. So that's about all. I, I, I didn't. I didn't do too much. Right. This weekend. Just uh, mostly pictures. Right. Picture related. I uh, I went ahead and we had hockey at the uh, North Dakota. Nice sweep sweep of that one against Niagara. Not really much of a matchup. It was kind of, you know, warm up to a warm up. But it was fun. Get to the rink. Enjoy ourselves. Um, yeah, just hung out doing work. Bull crap. Watch the Roval. Oh, yeah, I did watch that, too. But I watched the highlights on YouTube the next day. Yeah, as you should have. And, yeah, go from there. Uh, but, yeah, hasn't been much. Re- the uh, the season has started. Paul Bissonette is is uh, in all sitting next to Wayne Gretzky. That's great. Talk about it. He's doing great. Yeah. Uh, he, has, he hasn't made some. He hasn't fucked up yet. So I would like to. Uh, I would like to also uh, an early shout out. I'd like to uh, wish Kevin Harvick a merry merry off season and a happy Christmas. Have you bought a new shirt? <laughs> Are they selling that as a shirt now? Yeah, Chase Elliott's uh, website. As they should. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. That was a thing. So he goofed it. He could have said, you know, a merry off season and a happy new e- new year. Uh, no, he didn't. No, no. I think it's funnier the way he said it. I think actually. so. Too. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense when you think about. Yeah, he just ran a, a, a race of that was a road track that wasn't a road track. Um. Oh, okay. Now they're going over Wayne Gretzky's career, just in case you didn't know about it. This is also multiple times that I've seen the Roval where somebody has like almost technically crashed out of the entire race and then came back and won it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're right. Like, that's the fun part about that race. And we've already recorded uh, in the draft because Todd's got council meetings the next two nights, so we couldn't record then. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it's quite the quite the interesting race. Um, Yeah, Johnny, first uh, we'll, t- we'll get we'll get to the ESPN stuff in a bit. OK. <laughs> We uh, that was our that's our Patreon pick. Spoiler alert! But before we get to the production side of it, uh, did you did, were you able to catch both games? Were you able to catch only one game? Uh, um, I watched them on NHL Network today. Okay. Yeah, uh, I I will say that watching um, watching hockey has gotten way easier uh, with me being home all the time. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure. Well, <laughs> You could DVR stuff too, and that that helps as well. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, we, I watched them this morning. In the so the NHL Network is, I think, the best way to watch hockey because they like they put um, commercials in, like their own commercials. But then they'll come back from a commercial and be like, "Hey, nothing happened for like six to eight minutes, so we're just gonna go farther uh, in this game to get it into this 90 minute time slot that we created. I'm like, yes, let's go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, and I think that's good too. I don't have the NHL network on YouTube TV because they're cowards. Um, <laughs> so I am interested to see if these guys can actually do a pregame show for 30 straight minutes. So I will be on that. I watched this. Going I didn't on. see any of the pregame shows. I didn't see any uh, of the shows. I just saw games. 
I watched some of the pregame show on ESPN. It's not what it's going to be in the regular season with Steve Levy, Barry Melrose, and uh, Chelios and Messier. It's okay. The game itself, um, it was fine. The Penguins, like that first period was terrible. Like the Tampa Bay looks like garbage. Uh, Pittsburgh didn't look that great. And then Pittsburgh broke it open in the, the second and third. Given the fact that they were missing Crosby and Malkin and a good majority of people. Um, this was a good outing from them. Bad outing for Tampa. I forgot. But they had Sean Leahy's favorite player. Sean Leahy's favorite player scored, so he's happy. He's a happy boy. Um, I didn't catch much, much of the nightcap because I sleep, uh, but saw some of the highlights. It looked like Seattle had a little first night jitters and then finally got back into it uh, in a big way. They look okay. They look all right. I mean, Philip Grubauer was protected by the Colorado defense. Don't think he's going to get that this year unless things kind of ro- uh, roll into place. Probably not. But uh, we'll see. Vegas looks okay, but giving up a three-goal lead, not that great either. And, I mean, Robin Lehner doesn't have that uh, the safety net of Marc-Andre Fleury behind him. So we'll see how well he does. I don't even know who the backup is in, in uh, Vegas. Um, yeah. Back of Subban? Nope. He is in, Is he back there? I don't think so, because he went to Chicago. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, he did. Yeah. Uh, who is it? One of their young kids. All right. Here's the depth chart. Here. Oh, line projections. Cap friendly, of course. Why wouldn't I? Uh, oh, I'm no. playing you this week. Oh, nice. Oh, Laurent Brassant, of course. I'm already losing 15 nothing. Jesus Christ, really? <laughs> I didn't even know we had 15 categories. What the hell? Apparently, I've lost every single category currently because you had people play last night and I did not. <laughs> sure did. Yeah. <laughs> Laurent Brassant is the uh, the backup. Okay, so that's great. Good for him. But yeah, first night was okay, and now we wait for the second night, which is a lot of hype behind it, considering um, what's going on with the uh, the Caps and Rangers, that whole drama with for your mama behind it. So we will see what kind of goofiness goes into it, and we'll see. Uh, I don't know. If, oh, I hope they just drop the gloves right off the hop like Johnstown and the Black Bears did. Oh, that would have been great. Whereas freaking. Uh, yeah, stupid, uh, stupid TJ Kufus just starts slashing at uh, <laughs> Lakers' legs for no reason. I like that kid a lot, by the way, Laker. Laker, he's I good. He's, I like him. I think he's a good pickup because I think he's a guy who's definitely going to bring uh, what the kids like to call grit to the uh, thing. Uh, Ovechkin will be playing. Uh, Mac, uh, Lapierre. Not on Mark's team though. No, Lapierre is also going to be playing. Nice. So I'm surprised him he get the call over McMichael, but you know I want to I want to keep saying Maxim Lapierre, but I don't think that's his name. That's not his name. No, no, no. He played for the Flyers. Yeah, he did. A lot of guys played for the Flyers. Um, Lapierre, nope, not Lapierre. Bikes, Hendricks, Lapierre. Of course, Mr. Hendricks. Quack, 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 Mr. Hendricks. <laughs> that's how I'm gonna remember his name. The Mighty Ducks. So, if he has the poster of himself. That'd be great. The stand-up for himself. All right. Now they're doing the, the comparison of Wayne Gretzky and uh, Ovechkin. Wow. Gre- uh, <laughs> Ovechkin has 269 nice power play goals to uh, Gretzky's 204. Oh, yeah. Just crushing him. Wayne Gretzky has 73 shorthanded goals. Ovechkin, four. Oh. So, oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. You do. Also, Wayne Gretzky was facing against like wood shooter tutors for a time as well. 
So I bet can't. you uh, Wayne Gretzky had uh, Yari Carey on his insurance plan. That's true. Probably did. <laughs> and then Messier had like Kevin Lowe. Uh, so it's not a good trade-off. That that commercial is hilarious. It is. It did well. Yeah. It, it, it hit all the buttons. Yep. They didn't need. They didn't need the over uh, overtness of having all the team apparel there. Um, it was just at the end you saw the two with the during the Stanley Cup stuff. And it would have been really funny. Uh, it would have been funny too if uh, Ovi Junior was sitting on the couch next to uh, Backstrom, just like hanging out. <laughs> Be wonderful. I think his rate was too high. Probably. So, all right. Well, let's get to some injuries. We got some injuries. Injury news. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Report. Uh, all right, some injuries here. Um, what the hell is Gretzky saying? Uh, in any case, uh, do you have closed captioning on? Yeah, I do have closed captioning on. Smart. Uh, only because, like, I'm, I'm not going to play it on here. Passer, playmaker, didn't have the reputation of the greatest goal scorer, which is fine by me. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, now Wayne Gretzky is going, pe- taking people to school. If Alice can stay healthy, it's good for the game if he breaks the record because he is the best scorer we've ever seen. All right. Wayne loves it. <laughs> yeah, take that people so and wayne gretzky's like it's harder to score now than it was the 30 40 50 years ago maybe wayne gretzky is going to be good for tv because he's he's just pissed off at everything (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's it um so uh covid stuff we got covid stuff uh got a couple uh guys in protocol uh kylie yarncrock is also in protocol uh or is in protocol there's a couple of penguins also in protocol they don't have the list it looks like anymore. Um, so we will uh, no COVID oh, list. Yeah, we don't have a COVID list anymore. It looks like, but um, there are some guys. Uh, I think it's uh, Nathan McKinnon's in COVID protocol for the Avs. Oh no! Uh, Seattle had four guys, but all of them except for Yarncroft uh, got off of it. Uh, so got that going for us. Uh, only and according to Gary Bettman, who did the media rounds on Tuesday, four players unvaccinated in the entire NHL. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. That's not bad. And we know all four of them. That's good. Then. Well, at least three of the four. Mackenzie Blackwood, who says he might be getting the, the vax. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi, uh, Josh Archibald, and then a fourth one. So. There we go. Uh, other injuries. I thought it was a. Uh, wasn't it a Kachuk? No, Kachuk's just not signed. Oh, okay. Uh, Noel Akari uh, had a surgery to fix an undisclosed injury. That's exactly how it's written in every paper I've tried to find out if how he got injured. Uh, so he is out indefinitely on that one. Well, that's good. I mean, that's the first thing in the past twelve years that hasn't been leaked. Right. Exactly. Undisclosed surgery. Uh, Alex Ovechkin, lower body injury. He is a game time decision. He is playing. Uh, he had a that was a weird incident he had in that last uh, tune up game in Philly, where he just ran into somebody and his knees kind of buckled, and he just kind of hobbled off. I'm like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, the, leg, yeah. the legs are going to be the first thing that goes. So, yeah. So we'll see. Also, uh, to uh, to kind yeah. of counteract, uh, or I guess to follow up on what happened yesterday or last week. 
Uh, Carey Price left the Montreal Canadiens, and he will be joining the Players Assistant Program provided by the NHL and NHLPA. Um, so, yep. hopes to him getting better, getting the help he needs for whatever it is. Uh, so, you know, shout out to him for doing that and taking the lead on that and going from there. So, props. Uh, Patreon, we got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. You can donate there. You can give us some money. We All the money goes back into the show. Uh, and the fun times keep a coming. We put on a secret show last week for how we could get on Turner Sports. And by the looks of it, we probably still can. Uh-huh. Um, so we can go from there. Uh, but you can uh, donate a dollar. You get the video show from there. Uh, you can donate five dollars. You get a secret show. You get a chance to pick up a segment or pick a segment for us. So be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. And contribute. So can you. It's Face Off Hockey Show on Patreon. Patreon.com. Let's Face Off Hockey Show. Well, John, we ESPN, we talked a little bit about it. We talked about um, them coming back. They made a big deal of it on Tuesday on the ESPN family of networks, hyping it up in a big, big way. Um, Yeah. I believe it was Matt Death uh, who sent me a message that said, this whole ESPN treating hockey like it's a sport again thing is weird, considering that for a very long time they treated hockey like, what's a hockey? Well, Gary Bettman had a, had a great line saying, if ESPN covers us and promotes us the same way they froze us out when the years they didn't have the rights, then we're going to be in good shape. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, so, that's good. Sassy good Bettman's job. back. Sassy Bettman, way to go. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Presentation-wise, that Skycam can eat a dick. God. Uh, did not like that one bit. No, 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 not at all. Um, it was nauseating uh, at first. Second of all, you thought that you were watching like a like a replay. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what what are we showing here? Why is this? Is the play actually going? What the hell? Did I use the wrong word? No, uh, I just I just went to uh, Paul Bissonette talking about how he was poopy pants in the penalty box after fighting uh, Ryan Reeves. So, oh, perfect. The great. quality of TNT. Thank you. Doing That's great. fantastic. Doing great. Yep. Um, sorry. Go ahead. So, I mean, uh, like, yeah, the sky cam was not great. No, I would have. So, I was talking like earlier. I would have been like cool uh, when we were talking earlier. I said I would have been cool if. They had like a wide angle lens under the um, like jumbotron, and you could just see the entire zone and like watch it from one spot instead of like acting like they had a wide angle lens on the second like deck and some drunk child like trying to operate what was going on. Like, yeah, it was it was crazy to me like how unstable that was and how like terrible it was to follow the puck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's a. Uh... It's a situation where we got to we got, you know, they, they want to show off all their new techniques. The problem is uh, it kind of reminded me of when they had the all star game in Dallas in 07 or something like that. And they had yeah, OLN had that rail cam on top of the glass. Oh, yeah. To show you the speed. Yeah. Show you the speed. And it just made you sick. <laughs> so. Uh, well, I mean, we we, we should have known that the coverage was going to be a bit off kilter when they did a five minute uh, intro on how great their theme is. Yeah, that was not, that's, <laughs> listen, 
if ESPN has listened to any podcast in the last 20 years, they would know that that theme song is used at least once or twice. Oh, no. The theme song has never been heard in the 17 years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, once Tampa Bay won and uh, Andrew Chuck lifted the cup, the, the theme song went into a crate and no one used it like a, like a, again, ever. No one, ever. Ever again. Mm-mm. It was it's never not used. on my phone yes. currently. No, it was never. It was. It's, it's on no one used. Um, <laughs> every every time every uh, every song uh, every time that song was on an uh, MP3 player, it was a Zune, and everyone was happy. So, <laughs> yeah. No, like, come on, man. Like the uh, theme song is it iconic? Sure. Was it worth getting your panties wet over? Probably not. <laughs> Plus. <laughs> Like, and maybe this is just me, but does anything scream we don't give a shit more than troping out a theme song that they created 17 plus years ago to be like, hey, 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 look what we got. Yeah. It's a, it's a situation where, hey, remember our lasting legacy? Nah, it wasn't NHL Tonight or growing all the games. Nope, it was the theme song. The oh, theme God. song. That's, yeah, like we, if, that's like if we Fox just dusted this thing off. It's like if Fox came back and put the Fox track on air. Like, hey, oh. remember this thing, huh? I'm all in if that occurs, actually. Oh, I would you love You think it. TNT could buy the rights to that? I would love it. It would be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, the handoff, though, of the baton between, the, uh, between Barry Melrose and the guy that composed the National Hockey Night theme song was... Mm. I don't know if I... That's the best acting I've seen in quite a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did they did they show did they show any of the intermission on the NHL network or did they spare you with that? No. Um, so the, I saw the only things that I saw so far were the intros. I saw Gretzky posted the intro for uh, for TNT uh, on Facebook. So I watched that and uh, Hillary Knight had linked to the uh, ESPN uh, intro. So I watched that. But those are the only two that I saw. I haven't seen anything else other than that. So I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I say, boy. Um, uh, when you look at the intermission show, and it was—it's not the intermission show we're gonna get. Steve Levy was in the boot. Uh, was in there. I think he's booth guy. I want to say that he's doing calling games. I can't remember what their okay. play and stuff is. But any case, him and Melrose and Messier and Chelios. Melrose was kind of just there. Like it was Messier and Chelios kind of working the big the the heavy lumber. Um, Chelios was good until he like lost his train of thought mid talk, and then kind of just stumbled all the way through to the end. Well, he is like eighty five. Exactly. So uh, it, I think he was okay. Messier he was all right. I mean, bringing those guys in, I guess it was all right. Uh, I the first game, uh, John Mc, McDonough, I think his name is, or Sean McDonough. Um, whoever was the play-by-play guy, he was okay with Ray Ferraro. Yeah, he was good. Ray uh, Ferraro, um, Ray Ferraro, I understand, but I feel like Ray Ferraro is much better with somebody else that he's been working with for a really long time, and he can kind of, like, play back and forth off of, and not, like, somebody who he's just started with. Because I didn't think he was great last night, but I think he's normally pretty good. I think this is a uh, typo. A new segment oh. on TNT. CB and WG 
That's right. The round mound to rebound is on the NHL broadcast. Oh, I love it. Oh, fantastic. Hell yeah, let's go. I love it right now. That means now we can get CM Punk on. I mean, there we go. Oh, no, did I? Oh, no. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There's Chuck and uh, Wayner. Yeah, Chuck. Look at him. That's terrible. looks like he's lost some weight. Yeah, Chuck's looking good. Yeah. Looking looking almost like his playing days. He was like he was like two fifty in his playing days. Like goddamn. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, Emily Kaplan was okay between t- between the benches. I mean, there's only so many things you can do in between the benches. Yeah. To tell a story and whatnot. I, I still I, think that like so the sad part is that I feel like the the Emily Kaplan that we saw for the the draft mm-hmm. is the, like what the Emily Kaplan that they're like trying to push between the glass as well. Yes. Whereas you were not just letting her be like what she's been for the past four years for ESPN and trying to like fit her into this box of like, let me talk about fashion or like random shit like that. And I was like, oh, God, no. Well, I think, it, I think it's also, yeah, it's, it's one of those it's special interest. Yeah. They're putting her into her special interest role. Like everything's a special interest story. But she was so good at what she did. Yeah, well, I, th- I still, I still have to say, uh, I still have to think that she is, she's good at her writing. I think yes. around the horn, she's really good. Yes. But like, it's like sh- you get her into the an ESPN on NHL fold, and it's, uh, here is a story, a human interest story, uh, uh, related to nothing. Oh, uh, see, I only followed really her writing. Oh. Yeah, I didn't really do the podcast thing. I haven't well, really done any of the podcasts that Greg's podcast were a part of since, like, American Wachinski, because I couldn't stand all the other fucks that were on P- Puck Soup. You didn't like Dave Lozo? Jesus. I did like Dave. Yeah. Like, uh, as a person, I liked Dave. Yeah. Um, But no, like, Kaplan, like, between the benches and, and on the Around the Horn stuff, and she's really good. Like, I never, I never listened to the podcast either. I tried, and it's just nah. I just well, maybe this pod, maybe the podcast was more like this, like what she is, what she's doing now, like in between the benches and stuff. Because I don't know, I feel like they're misutilizing her. Absolutely, I think they are. In too. the two times that I've seen her on the air so far, right. I feel like she's like way smarter than what they're like giving her to talk about. Oh, absolutely. I th- I completely agree. I completely agree that she should be in a bigger role and, and given a bigger slice and allowed to be herself. So, yeah. I, I, but at the same time, you also can't have that between the benches either. If you want to be her, the investigative investigative personnel that she is, you can't I do that. I feel like I also wouldn't have put her between the benches. Like, I exactly. feel like we've got like a, a much bigger crew of people that could have been between the benches. And have her in almost a Jeremy Schapp role. Uh, for the oh hockey. yeah, yeah yeah. She wanted to make make some like outside the lines stuff. Then let's go. That would, that would be that would be amazing, and I would lo- love to have that. I think that she would be perfect for that. In all honesty. Yes. So. Yeah. Good times. Great memories. But uh, uh, was Butchergrass on the second game? He was. Yes, he was. The... Okay, because I heard his little like he shoots, and I'm like, oh god, no. Yeah, I I couldn't watch it. They had him. Uh, on uh, the drop. So ESPN had two opening shows, and this is going to get confusing. So they have the pregame show mm-hmm. on ESPN. Or if you go on the Ubity Tubes, they have a pregame show there called The Drop with uh, Arda Ocal and Greg Wyshynski. Oh, nice. Okay. 
So they have like all a second screen coverage. Okay. Um. So that's kind of an interesting show. It's 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 a podcasty show. Um. So that was pretty neat to to watch, and they archive it on YouTube. So nice. That's cool. I think overall ESPN did it by the book, as they are one to do. Um. But I think you know there's plenty of room of improvement, and I think there's plenty of plenty of good things to come out of it. I like the fact that the commentary wasn't all that uh, overboard, and we had a lot of uh, the on ice noise too. True. So that that kind of helped a little bit. Yeah, agreed. So they did. Um, they did mic up a lot of players. Yeah, I don't like. I understand you're the worldwide leader, and you have a lot of microphones. But I mean, I don't know if we. I don't know if we need all that. Yeah, you know, if we need all that in our lives, I don't know. Maybe, uh, and I know that we talked about it, right? And like what we were thought, what we thought was going to occur, and maybe I was hoping for more. Maybe I was hoping that ESPN, you know, saw what NBC had done with the sport of hockey over the past seventeen years when they were not a part of hockey, and could expand on that. But after night one, it seems like they've literally just gone back to what they did 17 years ago. Yeah. It's one of those one of those amazing things that it's like we revert back to everything and now come on. Oh, well, the graphics were nice, though, when when teams scored goals. You know what? It was simple. And I I like that, too. It was a simple. Everyone's just like, oh, they're not counting shots on goal. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) I am mad. I want to be able to see if a team still has their timeout. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Gives a good goddamn fuck. Um, I like it was simple. It was crisp. They did that. That was, I think, the graphics portion. Wow, fantastic. Did yes, love it. agreed. Uh, and it was just up in the top corner. It wasn't taking away from ice. No. Um, I just, honestly, when you look, when you look at it, I honestly think it's because the old ESPN guys from the ESPN and NHL in the first time around are still there yes. that makes me not like it. Agreed. Agreed like, completely. It's like they didn't move on. No. It's like they haven't it's like they haven't innovated at all. It's like they haven't changed at all. They were just like, Yeah, we're gonna drop a shitload of coin and we're gonna bring the NHL back to us. And uh oh, Oh, yeah. All of the cool things that have gone on in the NHL for the past 17 years, um, that shit's all done because now ESPN's back and we know what we're supposed to be doing. And we're just going to do the same thing we did before. Yeah. I am. Uh, I am not impressed at all. I think Linda. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll digress from that. I think Linda Cohn and Kevin Weeks are fantastic. Yeah, the chemistry they had on the intermission show in the second game and the pregame for that. Fantastic. I think that both of them are gold. They're, they're I feel fantastic. like I like Kevin Weeks in anything he's that he so does. Good. He's so good. So fucking good. And he knows he knows exactly what's going to happen. He knows how to break things down. He he sees the game yep. so fucking well. And he explains it well. I need more Kevin Weeks in my life. I agree. I, I think Kevin Weeks is great at whatever he does. Mm-hmm. Um, does Linda Cohen get a pass because she wasn't like all in I, hockey yeah. the first time around? I, I give her a pass because... It, I think she's she's much better at hockey than anybody on there. Yeah, even Butchergrass. But think, she also wasn't like big hockey their first time around, was she? No, she absolutely was not. Like, yeah, she, I didn't think so. 
she did rate. I think she after hockey went off the air at ESPN, she kind of got more into WFAN stuff, doing stuff on radio hits and things like that, and like becoming kind of the a uh, one one B to Butcher Grass's one A for hockey when it came to uh, after the NHL had left. And I think she'd grown a lot more, and she did a lot of stuff yeah. afterwards to kind of cement herself as as the I think the A honestly a hockey t- commentator on ESPN. Agreed. Yes. So I want to see more Linda Cohn and I want to see more Kevin Weeks interact together. I think those two are fantastic together. So, I think they bring a bunch to the table. Kevin Weeks was on the NHL network also. Yeah. Okay. He gets two K paychecks that way. That is awesome. Hell yeah. Let's go. Right. Well, I think also, I think this is kind of the ESPN shifting into taking NHL network over. Possibly. Yeah. You got to figure that that's the, that, that thing's going to happen sooner rather than later. Which I hope so. Then I can get on ESPN Plus. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> so, yeah, I think overall ESPN needs improvement. But I think that what they've brought in terms of a second pregame show to give an alternative, what they have with um, with uh, good old uh, uh, Linda Cohn and Kevin Weeks, I think that's great. So there's there's room for improvement there. But I also think what we got is uh, it's okay. It's all right. There's much. It's much worse. Oh no, Paul Bissonette's calling calling people live on Facetime. So this is this is the can't be. They're all oh, they saying I can't chat right now. Oh no. <laughs> uh, what I are have, they di- like dialing people up in their cars? Yeah, bit, no, Bissonette's calling them on Facetime and said, "Hey, uh, hey. listen, I can't I can't do anything. I got I'm I'm doing the EN, the uh, TNT." So he's doing a bit where he's like he calls them and says he can't do anything right now. He can't talk. So interesting. This is the humor we get, ladies and gentlemen. This hey, is hey, hey, it's Junior. You copy? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I always appreciate that, by the way. Like right after a massive wreck, and they like have people line back up to get ready to like do some laps and mm-hmm. and uh, and restart. The people uh, in the booth always try to call up one of the drivers. Yeah, right. They call them up. It's about to go green, you shit bird. <laughs> oh, anyway. Uh, so there we go. Uh, that's what we got. And that this bit was terrible. Anyway, that can be an evergreen treat, to be quite honest with you. Uh, some more news. We'll talk. We'll talk more ESPN when Mark gets back or gets in here whenever he does. Uh, Captain C's. Yes, we got Captain C's. Seattle named their first ever captain, Mark Giordano. All right, captain of the Calgary Flames. Not surprised at all. Um, pretty good, all things considered. Also, Columbus named Boone Jenner the captain. Nice, good old Boone Farm. He has been with the team uh forever in a day. Um. Let's look back to where he was here. He was drafted uh, 37th overall in 2011 by the CBJ and has been playing with them uh, full time since 1314. So shout out to him getting that done. Uh, and also the New York Rangers will not name a captain, but they named the rest of the team alternate captains. which I found an odd, odd pick. Um, I, I'm trying to get the names because they named like seven, seven or eight guys, six alternates for the upcoming season. I think it's a lot of alternates. Um, Look under your seats. 
Yeah, Ar- uh, Artemi Panarin, Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad, Jacob Truba, Ryan Strom, and Barkley Goudreau are the alternates. After months after they said that they were going to name a captain this year. That's fine. Apparently, yeah, that's all right. That's fine. Good. Good. It's better than as we're good. I mean, what exactly does a captain do that an alternate captain can't? Um. Yeah, you're right. 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 Like, is there really a reason to have a captain anymore other than the fact that, like, you know, you want one person to be your leader, quote unquote? I think it's a, yeah, it's a main guy kind of thing. Yeah. It's my main dude. It's my main guy to yell at the referee and call him. A, what's your, what, do you, what do you call him? I mean, everybody talks to the referee. It's true. They do. Um, so it's just how much respect you get when, if you're wearing a letter or not. So. Uh, John Cooper, three-year extension with the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. That's the right call, uh, all things considered. I mean, he's gone with the fucking two Stanley Cups in a row. Yeah, yeah. no big deal. Yeah. Um, What is this? He should really be able to coach there as long as he wants. I would say so. He gets gets full. He gets full bore. Uh, Wow, okay. Italy is reaching the final round of the Olympic qualification. Oh, look at that. As they uh, as they went home and they uh, the Azuri finished pre-Olympic qualification tournaments on home ice with three wins in three games. They outshot the uh, Kazakhstan team 31-15. Oh, nice. But they were running behind one to nothing, but they won themselves one to nothing here. So now we have uh, Group D. They will be there in uh, Olympic, the final groups for Olympic qualification. In one group, uh, it's the Czech Republic, uh, Hungary, Norway, Poland, Group D, Germany, Denmark, Austria, Italia. Okay. Group E, Sweden, France, uh, uh, Slovakia, and South Korea. And that will be November 11th to 14th. So here's hoping. Italia can get themselves there. Maybe they can make an Olympics where they didn't host it. <laughs> right, exactly. They can get on their own merit. So all those Canadians. Mm-hmm. All right. I really should see how many uh, Canadians are on this Olympic team. <laughs> Come on, guys. You know the Italian goalie from Quebec. <laughs> guys, guys, no. Alexa's fine, guys. Come on. Uh, man, Italy went through them. Italy won 4-1 over Spain, uh, 7-0 over Chinese Taipei, and then 2-1 over Kazakhstan. They're only good in Little League Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just, they just kind of showed up. Uh, let's see the statistics. Let's see who these uh, players are, these uh, ladies for the... Uh... Yep. Uh, so for Italia, uh, Nadia Mativi. All right. All right. Uh, Rebecca Rochella. No. Anna Calmo. All right. Francisca Stocker. Yeah, yeah. Sarah Canapple. Amy Varno. Marta Mashati or uh, Mazach something. (laughs) Carla Saleta. Mara Direk. Aurora Abatangelo. Jesus. Chelsea Ferlana. Uh, Valentina Berardini. That's the most Italian name. Yeah, 
Uh-huh. Let's see if she's from Guelph. Uh, uh, Laura Lobus. She, she went to the Quebec uh, International Pee Wee Hockey Tournament. Uh, Mia Campo Bactine, Samantha Guis, uh, Eleonora Bonafia, Greta Nicoli, uh, Anna Calovini, Elsa Bondi, and uh, Martina Fidel. All right. Oh, Val- uh, Valentina Be- uh, Bellareni is actually Italian. She was born in uh, Bolanzo or Bolzano. I, don't I, feel, know. I feel like the women's team is probably more Italian than the men's team. Uh oh, probably. Let's see here. Can I get can I get a roster sheet, please? They finished 16th place in 2019 and was relegated, but they have gotten themselves uh, up there in a big way. I mean, the Italian women's team played pretty well in the uh, in the Torn Olympics when they uh, you know hosted the whole thing. Yeah. So let's. Oh, this is just giving me. Oh, this is gonna give me the uh, Federation of Italian Sports, not not just the women's team, the women's hockey team. There we go, Para- ice hockey. I don't know, I don't know Italian. I don't know Italian. The fuck is stock sport? The fuck is that? Italians? Johnny, help me out here. What's what's? Oh, I don't know. Translate to English. I don't need to translate into Italian. Yes, yeah, hockey. It's a sport for tough people. <laughs> All right, so this is this is how it's so this is the Italian national site. Okay. The uh, Italian Federation of Sports Del Guccio. Here's the here's the rundown on hockey. Hockey, they descend on the ice armed like warriors, helmet with visors, glove protection and mouth guards ready for battle. Yes, hockey it is a battle for tough people of those who temper. At the same time it is a brain sport for fast minds, sometimes visionary. Need to resist shocks and skate fast, agile between opponents. But above all, use the stick with dexterity, which is the tool of the trade, and only master to whom the puck responds to fly straight into the net. I mean, Man. it's very true. Yeah, it's like a oh. it's like a renaissance. Six players on the field and teammates on the bench attack and defense, but one team. The collective as a force, altruism, generosity, and spirit of belonging are the secrets to fill the gaps and multiply the energies. And then tactics and strategy move on a dynamic and tremendously exciting frozen chessboard. For some, it is already religion. For us, it is a visceral love to continue to cultivate with care. We don't take its religion. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. No, it's not football. No, it's not, no, not football. <laughs> All right. We've. Uh... The frozen pitch of ice hockey. <laughs> the frozen tundra. All right. Well, it doesn't show me the birthplace of these players, but That's God, fine. God bless them. Every single one. Uh, yeah, the Olympics teams named their first threes. Um, <laughs> I saw that. So, like, why? I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, so the Olympic schedule is also announced. So there's that going for us. I'm trying to find the first threes for if they have, uh, of IHF has anything, and they fucking don't. Why would they? No. Ugh, I hate that. Double IHF is like the worth worthless. Uh, record crowd for the Great Britain women's team. That's pretty cool. Come on, show me the top three of these, you double IHF piece of shit. Anyway. Ovechkin was one. Yeah, Ovechkin was on the rock. Throw it up. Uh-huh. Uh, I think... Uh, Vasilevsky. 
Vasilevsky on Russia, and there's probably another one. Kucherov, I think. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, U.S. named Patty Kane, I think, was one of them. Um, some other guys. <laughs> Two more people. I've stopped caring. The Olympics is in February. We don't even know what they're fucking going yet. I like I like if they, they're going to name the teams and then they're not going to go. Right? That would be amazing. Uh, yeah, so... Alright, so there's yeah, the Kucherev deal. Still surprised Brady Kachuk isn't signed. Um, kind of surprised, but not really. What am I saying? Um, all right. Yep. Uh, all right. So here we go. Thank God. Thank you. The score. So for Canada, we talked last week. Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, Alex Petrangelo. China's team will be announced October eighth. Right, we're already a week over that. Um, they probably announced it, and no one cared. Uh, Czech Republic, David Pasternak, Jacob Voracek, and Andre Palat. Denmark, uh, Oliver Borkstrand, Nicholas Ehlers, and Alexander Drew. Finland, Alexander Barkov, Miko Rantanen, and Sebastian Ajo. Germany, Leon Dreisaitl, Moritz Seider, and Philip Grubauer. Latvia, Rado Bals- uh, Balsers, Zemnis Gergensen, and Christians Rubens. ROC, Vasilevsky, Ovechkin, Kucherov. Slovakia, uh, Andrei Ser- uh, Sekera. Eric Cernak and Yaroslav Halak. Sweden, Gabriel Landeskog, Mika Zabinajad, Victor Hedman. Uh, Switzerland, Roman Yossi, Timo Meyer, Nico Heischer in the U.S., Austin Matthews, Patrick Kane, and Seth Jones. So, that Germany team might be fun to watch. Uh, yeah, I think they were last year, and I think uh, Marco Sturm is uh, still at the helm of that national team, and I think that he was a really good coach uh, for guys who were not, uh, not NHLers. Yeah. So... I think I'm going all in on Germany. It's going to be your sleeper team? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, I like Germany. I like it. Man. Um, You know, Switzerland's always sneaky good. They always have a goaltender that kind of pulls the rabbits out of the hat. Same with Latvia. They always have goaltenders that pull shit out of their hats. Yes. The hell knows what we're going to see here. Um, Yeah, February. Here we go. Get ready for it. Uh, What else is in the news today? Uh, Prudential, they're going to sell space to my minority-owned businesses on their uh, helmets, I do believe, if I think okay. if I'm reading that right. Um, For the devils? Yeah. Uh, Prudential, because that was a big story, and I didn't catch all of it, and of course, score.com doesn't care about it. Sorry, black-owned businesses, they'll, uh, specifically black-owned businesses, they will be uh, featuring uh, there already. Okay. Uh, so, come on, scroll up, silly geese. Uh, all right, continue. So Prudential's paying for this, but putting different stickers on. Yeah, so for 13 home games, black-owned businesses' uh, logo will be featured on players' helmets. Uh, so the helmet patch is often used by Prudential. Part of the sponsorship, right extension, Prudential will select businesses uh, to receive ad exposure on Devils' helmets starting December 8th and continuing for 13 selected home games and provide black-owned businesses in arena and TV ad exposure during games as well. So that's really cool. Yeah. What Prudential do. Uh, and get behind. So that's that's definitely. It has to be a clusterfuck for the equipment manager, though. Yeah, I would on. guess those stickers are not easy to pull off of helmets. No, no, no. Well, a little little heat, kind of the the heat guns that they use for sticks. Yeah. You kind of just do it that way and just rip them off like a band aid. So, I mean, I guess that's something. Uh oh, here we go. Caps on the power play. Uh, I'm like 17 seconds behind. So I'm. Uh oh, Ovechkin. Uh, tip. Ela boo. CJ Oshi with the goal, everybody. Wow. So that's quick. Board. 
That's quick. Five minutes in. So went to uh, Carlson, went to Ovechkin to line it up. See? Ovechkin's going through the line. I don't know who scored. Um, Ovechkin went through the line first, as he is one to do. He technically um, just does that, no matter what. I don't know who touched it. Ovechkin shot it in the in the crease. Oh, yep, it's TJ Oshie, Timothy Jimothy. Found the loose puck underneath Georgiev and Elabu. Found found the pasta there. Ovechkin should get an assist on that one. So Timothy Jimothy getting the caps on the board first. Yes. On the power play. Second shot that. of the game for the caps. So <laughs> uh, not even five minutes into the season. So there we go. Um, oh, what else we got? Henrik Lundqvist, speaking of the Rangers, he's got, he's got a job with MSG TV. He will be doing uh, hits on the intermission. That's smart. So props to him on that. Hey, we didn't talk about this. Okay, and we're going to talk about jerseys here in a second. Because okay. the Kings unveiled their new third jerseys. And, oh, God. Oh, have you seen them? I, I think I saw a leak, and they just seem to be the same old trope again and again and again. Oh, are they something? I'll have to bring it up. But uh, teams this year are going to be using the Addy Green jerseys, I guess. I saw, yeah. yeah. So um, they're not as they're not as fully trash as the parlay jerseys, but they're partially trash. Right, and they oh, couldn't use the parlay jerseys because betting sites were getting too into it. Oh, hey. So yeah, the fifty uh, percent recyclable content. So they're using coaches in the NHL. Oh. You there. All right. Uh, first time, 32 teams will take the ice wearing the team jersey made from recycled material. Uh, no plastic waste and mounting problem. Blah, 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 blah. So that's something. I don't know if they're going to be any different sold in stores. That <laughs> Maybe that's just it. They're gonna The teams will have the 50%, but everything else is just fucking. No, it's all the, uh, the authentics that are being sold in team stores and stuff like that are supposed to also be the Addy Greens. Oh, is he? Yeah. Is he? Is he? Fucking plot I am. Um, I'm like I'm. I was I was looking on this computer. I'm like, oh, that's right. I can't share this. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was definitely. I, I, I. That's what I saw from the. Um, from the Kettler, the Capitals one at yeah. least. Oh man, that's good then. Yeah, because even the third jersey that the well the third jersey is the blue one. That the Caps right. have. That one's going to be in the uh, Addy Green also. I don't like that. I'm not the fan of that jersey. I'm not that big of a fan of that jersey. Uh, I think I liked it once. Uh, <laughs> that was it. I liked it. I liked it when it happened. And that was it. I'd be okay if they came back out with the black jersey with the Capitol Dome on the front. Sure. Why not? Why not, Pop? All right, so here we go. It's the, uh, it's the, uh, here's the King's third jersey here. There's Alex Iafreo. Look at him. He loves it. First off, uh, looks like a black lid, kind of a graphite colored lid. Mm -hmm. White jersey with a black helmet, going college, going CHL style, going, uh, going junior hockey style. All right. The back of it, it's got little stripes, got the little silver on the edge here. Okay, the two tone silver. It almost looks like a chrome helmet, don't it? Oh, I think it. Chrome helmet. That's Maybe it is chrome. Chrome helmet, boys. And then finally, the whole thing, it's just the old school. It's the old yeah. school jersey, the white gloves. Not even the old school jersey, because the, the, the striping is not the same. 
it's got the old crest on it. That yeah. is a that is a chrome bucket. Same old crest. I like this crest. It's okay. I, I do like, like the crest. I have a feel. I feel like the kings at this point are like continually just pushing the same jersey down everybody's throat because they were like, "Ha, huh? ha, huh? Wayne Gretzky." Remember, we were gangster at one point. Um. So yeah, it looks okay. I I would like this better on the current jersey. I think, like with the piping and everything. Although I think the all-time best is the uh, is the old-style purple and black jerseys they had uh, not too long ago. I do like those. Yes, those were nice. Um, the Rob Blake era, I guess we can call it, or the Ziggy Palfy era. Like I'm okay with that jersey. It's no different than any than what they've done already. I think that's the problem that I have with it. It's not. This, it's no different than what they've done before. It's no different. It's the same. They're just trying to make more money out of it. We've seen this before. We've seen this play before. Yeah. Uh, I should get Lyle on because I forgot we took him off the call last week because he was not on the call. It's <laughs> a good reason for him to not be on the call. Guys, we took him off the call because he wasn't on the call. Uh, where is there is that motherfucker? Right, let's get him on here. Adam to the call. You hope he knows that he's still he's still part of this. Like we still do a show. Same we've done for twenty fucking years. Uh huh. Definitely TJ Oshi assists Alex Ovechkin and Kenny Kuznetsov. Hey, I like that. Yeah, they showed a replay. Good, good. Uh, the internet camera said, "Yo, my dog. What you doing?" So. <laughs> Stadium Series press conference going down, I guess, tomorrow? I don't know. Oh, so while we're on the topic of jerseys and okay. me watching last night's game, um, who do the Golden Knights think they fucking are wearing an all-star patch on their jersey for opening night? Teams have done that before. I know, but why are we doing this? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't remember this occurring any time in the like, recent past. St. Louis did it. When? Last year? Yeah. For the whole like whole season? Yeah, yeah. Or two years ago. Yeah, they did it for the uh, whole season. All right, then I'm out. Okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't I did, I just didn't remember it. And then all of a sudden I was watching the game and I was like, they have their exclusive gray jerseys on and this stupid ass maroon patch for the all star game on it. Here, I was like, who the fuck do you think you guys are? Here here's me. Um Well, I thought we didn't have fucking all star games during Olympic years. What's going on? <laughs> well, it's Vegas. They have to have it. I guess. Actually, I feel like it's kind of hedging their bets. Yeah, you know, that's not terrible. You're not. You're not <laughs> and just in case they have both, no one really cares. Right. Sure. They'll get the best players on, on the planet in some areas. And Yeah. Right All right. Then I'll apologize to the Vegas Golden Knights just this time. You don't have to. It's fine. I'm really so watching the Golden Knights last night. Well, the replay of it this morning. I'm wondering what occurs to that team when they're not good anymore. Are you talking fan base wise or? Yeah. 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 So what happens the first year that they don't make the playoffs? Like, does all this do, uh, all of a sudden are, are there people that are not hockey fans in in Vegas anymore? Because it's not the cool thing to do. Or, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming that the Vegas fans, after three years now, are, like, real hockey fans. 
Right. You would hope so. But most teams, if they go through a little bit of a slump where they don't make the playoffs, all of a sudden they're like, you know, fan base dwindles. I guess how That's big never happened to them in their existence. But how big of a slump we're talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, like, are the Raiders any good? I don't know. Are, well, do not, people well, still go to Raiders games after after oh, all yeah. the emails? Well, that's, that's new. That's the new stadium like situation. Like new stadium, fine, looks great. You can go see the new stadium. True. They're okay. They just fired their coach because of illicit emails. So I, I saw that. You, um, yeah, Google told me that. Yeah, so I mean, I'm uh, I'm I'm interested to see. That, that's a good question. I think if it beca- I think you're gonna get that with any team. I mean, we saw it with the Caps when they started to play like shit. Like no True. one. So I don't know. I I think I think they'll have the same kind of pushback. I don't think it'll be drastic. I think you're gonna still get the, a lot of visiting fans to go to Vegas to to fill the seats as well. Um, but I think you know I think I think that in for the long haul. Probably not. They probably won't fall off too quickly. That's good. Mark, what do you think if if there's a prolonged sense of wonder or sense of loss with the uh, with the good old uh, Vegas Golden Knights? I don't understand what what happened. Oh, nothing. Johnny Johnny (laughs) was just thinking out loud. Like, what happens if this team becomes really bad for a couple years? What is the backlash from fans there? Gotcha. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that there's anything to, it c- couldn't be worse than Phoenix. So that's fair. Uh, it, and Vegas has enough turnover. It doesn't have to be the same crowd every night. Right. So I think they'll be okay. Um, why do people have fucking, uh, why do people have different fucking Skype names all the goddamn time? Why is Skype bad to deal with? Johnny, go. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only time I use Skype. Right. Uh, in any case, Mark, what do you think about ESPN being back? Did you catch any of the games last night? I did not. Did not catch any of the game last night, but I heard uh, some very bad reviews of their presentation. Not great. Skycam was a piece of garbage. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think overall it was okay. Yeah. Too terrible. Was the the analysis good? Was the commentary good? Um. It was like John McDonough, or I guess it's I think that's his name. I fucking don't know. Uh, the guy who did the first game, the early game was okay. Him and Ray Ferrar were all right. I uh, didn't watch much of the second game because I know how bad Kuchergross is. Uh, studio stuff was Steve. Uh, it was outside the arenas or in the arenas, so that you know you had that kind of situation going on there. It wasn't in a studio setting, but I mean overall okay. it was it was I guess it was okay. Lin, we we kind of praise Linda Cohn and Kevin Weeks because they are fantastic. So so they went with the college. They <laughs> I think that was the trifecta. We hit the trifecta. They went with the college game day mm-hmm. atmosphere. Um, right? We said they were going to do that. We the said they were going to. Yeah, we said they were going to try a, a gimmick, the Skycam gimmick. I think we actually called that out, uh, yeah. saying they were going to try to do the, the behind-the-huddle type camera like sure. they do for football, and that's what they did. And then we said they were going to patronize the fans, and uh, 
they I did, believe they, they did, did so. They did that with the the five minute long package yeah. about their their song and how it was created, and how after after David Andrew, Dave Andrzejczyk lifted the cup, it went to a vault and no one used it ever again. Right. No one yep. used the National Hockey Night theme song ever again until they came back yesterday. Right. Mm-hmm. So happy I can use it again. No, no podcast ever used it in the last 17 years. Uh-uh, not one bit. Lyle, are you glad the National Hockey Night theme is back for ESPN? I, I am glad that it's back. Ah, it's I, a horse shit fucking theme. Like, like, <laughs> wrong. Man, fucking sucks. Wrong. No, no. To me, to me, that is as iconic as the Hockey Night in Canada theme song. <clears throat> oh. Oh, you mean the TSN Hockey Night in Canada theme song? What used to be the CBC Hockey yeah. Night in Canada theme what song? What if TSN's just like mine now? <laughs> that's what ha- yeah, that's what happens when you don't renew your rights. You know, you got to fight for your right to keep your theme song. Exactly. Oh no. Oh yeah. Never get yeah. the Rush guy to do the do a remix of it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but no, like it, it, honest to God, because you know, it gave me nice, warm, fuzzy flash flashbacks of when I was living in Alaska. Because when I moved to Alaska, I had no idea what the hockey coverage was going to be like. That was my one of my mm-hmm. biggest concerns Russian. moving moving from Hockey Mad Canada to the United States. Because back in the mid '90s here in Canada, we did not have access to all your wonderful cable channels, yeah. so we had no idea. And yeah. So it was nice to see, uh, you know, not only was there actual NHL coverage, but actually very good NHL coverage back then. Uh, The only thing that was missing for me was uh, they should have brought back Gary Thorne to do the play-by-play. Agreed. Because Gary Thorne, to me, is in my Mount Rushmore of iconic NHL play-by-play men. Three of them, of course, are Canadian because I'm Canadian. That's Foster Hewitt, Danny Gallivan, and Bob Cole. But... Gary Thorne is definitely there. Just his call of Paul Correa's goal in the Stanley Cup final, off the floor, on the board, that was that sealed, totally sealed the deal for me as far as Gary Thorne was concerned. I, it would have been nice for him to be included in the opening night. Yeah. Yeah. They did kind of, like, I, I don't, it, does he even work for them anymore? No. No. That, well, that would explain it then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he worked yeah. for um, Masson out here, out, out there in, in yeah. the DC area. For a while. Yes, he was the Baltimore Orioles day to day play by play guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it would have been nice to at least, if they had at least invite, as you said, to at least invite him. Yeah, know? but he's not working for the Orioles anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would be nice if they <laughs> at least invited him, right? Yeah. If you don't intend to hire him, just at least invite him back. But anyway, uh, I guess we can't have everything. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not all, I'm not broken up about Gary Thorne. I think, uh, like I said earlier in the show, all the old heads on ESPN kind of turned me off. Like less, less Linda Cohn. Like I think everyone else. I like, I like the fact that there is an alternate uh, game day uh, pregame thing to watch now with Art Cal and, and Greg Wachinski. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to watch Steve Levy uh, or whoever's in the studio doing that, so mm-hmm. that's nice. Uh, comment from John Brown. Our buddy, our pal, who up in there, up there in Philly, uh, he's watching TNT. He said somebody said Wayne Gretzky on TNT looks like Mr. Bentley from the Jeffersons, and I feel that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah yeah the great one's not aging that well. 
I, he's using David Poyle's hair guy. We know. Oh that. my god, that's that. That's sad. You know, it's it's really really sad when you see older guys dyeing their hair or or be t- convinced to dye their hair. Guys, you know, you're old. Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky's sixty years old. For fuck's sakes, man, let the let the gray show. Let it Come happen, on. brother. Be distinguished. Not all of us can do or, the uh, the full Reed Richards like I've kind of got going on here. So. Yeah. Or yeah. you just let it all fall out and go with the, yeah. the route well, of the then Well, that's even better. See, that way, then you guys like Patrick Stewart, and it's timeless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, but when you're, when you're bald when you're younger, it gives you a timeless look. You can be 112 years old like Patrick Stewart now, and you'll still look like you're in your 30s. It's great. <laughs> He's doing great work. He's done great work, by the way. Love Patrick Stewart. I do. Great actor. Like anyone's arguing with you. Uh, yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> Make yeah. it so. Make it happen. Um, so, yeah, we got that going for us. Lyle opening night. We had things going. Things were happening. Mm-hmm. Lyle did the sky cam make you sick. Did you get the sky cam covered? I, like, I was like, okay, why am I watching Brian Boyle score his first goal in the National Hockey League in two years from a helicopter? <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> like, get through yeah. the chopper. Get through the chopper. <laughs> if what all of a sudden this is a scene from Mash, the hell? Come on. You know? Brian Boyle's helicopter turned in. They're inner survivors. Yeah. By the way, man, good on Brian Boyle. I really, really like seeing him score that goal. Brian Boyle's one of those type of players that I, you know, he doesn't have to play for your team to to like him. You know, he he works his butt off. He's he's a great player, like great in the room, great teammate, every place he's ever been. And yeah, he can actually play the game a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I kind of like how he has that three musketeers look to him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah like I, I was rocking. thinking, I was thinking more Amigo Montoya. That uh, works too. That <laughs> works too. That so, works too. If we're going to talk cultural reference points in terms of his look, either one works. Yeah, it's acceptable. Yeah. Uh, so Lyle, we got a lot of things going. Um, yes. a lot of, a lot of extensions, a lot of a, a trade, some other things. Uh, let's get the first to the extension and, and one that's probably near and dear to your heart. Nick Suzuki, eight years, $63 million. Yep. Um, someone uh, on the Twitter said, Hey, he can thank his agent. Uh, uh, the guy who just left there. Oh, fuck. What's his name? Kotaniemi. There it is. Um, good <laughs> well, deal. Back deal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was a Carolina Hurricanes fan, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, you know, I did see some complaints or criticisms about that signing. But, man, you only had to watch. Just watch his play, his performance in this past spring Stanley Cup playoffs to understand why he got that deal. And that's not the only reason why. You would have had to have followed the Habs a lot over the last two years to understand. But if you'd never watched him that much, and your only reference point was his performance in the Stanley Cup playoffs, that should have given you kind of an idea as to, yeah, well, he got that deal. And, you know, if he plays up to the expectations, that contract is going to look like a friggin' bargain for Montreal. I mean, eight years, $7.875 million, like, yeah, initially it sounds like, oh, God, that, that's a lot of money. I don't know why I'm starting to sound like Jimmy Gnatowski yeah. on Tasky. Wow, that's a lot of money to be paying that's our kind of kid who's only got two years in the league and only score 41 points each year. You know, yeah. Okay, Adrian Dater, sit the fuck down. Um, 
but you know, no, this 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 kid is is uh, a very solid two way center. Uh, plays a very strong two way game. Led all Habs forwards last year in block shots. He was among their leaders in takeaways. Um, yeah, the, he's going to be a, a, a very solid uh, all around center for them over the next eight years. Scotty, you're looking quizzical. You're seeing something that's uh, yeah. I'm watching the TNT and and the uh, yeah. That's going to make you quizzical a lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I'm watching TNT and the whole Ryan Reeves sequence that he just got uh, outworked by a smaller defenseman. So, oh, gee, what a shock! Well, yeah. that's what happens when you hire a guy for just one purpose and it ain't for scoring goals. Yeah, or exactly. Benching them. If I, if I, you get the sideshow. I mean, these things. Yeah, happen. yeah, yeah. Have they, have they tangled yet? Him and Tom Wilson? No. Nothing's happened so far. Tom Wilson's going to just skate around and laugh at him the whole night long. Exactly. He knows he knows he's more valuable than Ryan Reeves. He actually <laughs> wore his Stanley Cup ring under his glove and will just show him every time he skates no. by. <laughs> well, that's, well, the crazy thing is Ryan Reeves was still watching that. From, he had to watch that from the press box. So. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but uh, but honestly, no, uh, that's a very good signing for Montreal. And and I don't think, listen, the Cock and Yemi shenanigans had nothing to do with it. They were talking contract with this kid like – the, the, like I think it was like two. What did I read? Two days after the final was over, and they're like, "So let's talk contract." Did, did that maybe give him more money though with Katniemi leaving? No, no, absolutely not. No, he got that for his body of work. Period. Uh, I had to chuckle too, though. That like something like one complaint I was seeing is they they signed this kid. You know, he's been in the league only two years, and he only had forty one points in each in each season. It's like, okay, dumbass. Uh, last season was shortened. <laughs> and if you prorate those 41 points, they actually turn out to be 60 points over an 82 game schedule. Set the fuck down. Shut the fuck up. If you have, if that's going to be your basis to complain, to, 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 to criticize that signing, come on, you, that that's pretty weak sauce. You can find, I'm sure if you actually put a little bit of work in besides just looking at his freaking stats for two is his point stats for two years, you know, come on. You know, complain about his, you know, dig, dig out the analytics for Christ's sake if you're going to go. Hey, 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 hey. That's the problem. That's the problem, though, Lyle. <laughs> the problem is, is that we've moved to advanced stats and nobody can do basic math. Yeah, anymore. exactly. That's 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 part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and also, and also, game. I for game also, doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. And also, I saw one pundit who should know better say he was a 27 year old winger. I mm. was like. He, oh Jesus! You just oh he got roasted like nuts on Twitter for saying that. <laughs> what that? It's Lyle? like you're actually the no no. you're actually it's already on Twitter. It's not like call, it's, I'll give you a hint. They cover Colorado. Anyway, moving uh, on. Christ, did he show his wang to somebody in the DMs? Um. <laughs> anyway, did he talk about? Did he talk about? Fuck it, let's go. Um. Anyway. Anyway. There's that extension. There's one of uh, Mika Zabinajad, eight four. Looks like sixty-eight. Eight point two five, I believe it is for eight years. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a that's a good deal. I think. I think Zabinajad really's coming to his own since going to the Rangers, and very much the heartbeat of that team offensively. Well, yeah. Well, him and, and Panarin. Uh, yeah. But um, I would I would say though too. I mean, first of all, yeah, the the deal was a little longer than the Rangers wanted to do. They were looking at six. But mm-hmm. if you want to get that cap hit down underneath nine mil you had to throw in the extra two years bottom line is i like the deal and and i think that drives the final nail in the jack eichel to buffalo 
or Jack Eichel from <laughs> Buffalo to New York. Yeah, to Buffalo. He's staying in Buffalo. Spoiler alert, he's staying put. No, that 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 drives a stake through that heart of that uh, whole, uh, oh, yeah, oh, Jack Eichel going to, uh, to the Rangers. Um, <laughs> no, they can't afford him now. <laughs> you know, not unless you do it. The only way you can afford him, because the Rangers, the, the Sabres are not going to retain any, any Jack Eichel salary. Forget it. The only way that works is if there's a third team involved and they're willing to retain, say, half of the salary, which ain't going to happen. Hey, so, the, the Coyotes do still exist, so you never know. Uh, yeah, but they're going in a different direction now. Yeah. John Chick is not the GM anymore. Bill Armstrong is. He actually seems to know what he's doing. So, uh, yeah, going- there's no way he's gonna he's gonna acquire <laughs> Jack Eichel, take on five mil a season for the next five years. No, nope, th- except they won't they won't acquire Jack Eichel. They'll just acquire four million dollars worth of no, his won't. contract. Yeah. They'll no. acquire the NFT of Jack Eichel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if he only had a year or two left on his contract, I could see it. Five? Nah, that's a burden you're carrying way too long. Yeah. Yeah. But that, I mean, that only really helps. I mean, we joke about it, but that only really helps if they're on long-term IR, right? I mean, if he's actually playing yeah, and they're retaining the his salary, then it counts against the cap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's if like, you're Barry Hulser or Chris Pronger, yeah, that that's where that works. Yeah. <laughs> um... Ba-da-da-ba-ba-ba. He's loving it. And Alexander Barkov, another eight year, $80 million well deserved for the captain. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely well deserved. That's the best of, of those of the signings you mentioned so far. That's the one I like the most. And listen, I'm a Habs fan. I love Suzuki signing. I like the Rangers signings of being a Jet, but I really like this one. This, the Panthers are a team on the way up, and they're becoming going to start to become a prime destination here. Because they're going to be winning and they've locked up like one of the best two-way players in the game today. Uh, yeah, 10 mil a season, but look, there's few players. It's not worth it. Absolutely. There's few players in this league you look around and say, oh, yeah, that, that's players worth 10 mil a season. Yeah, Alexander Barkov is definitely worth it. Um, now their next task, of course, is going to be locking up Jonathan Huberto because you you can't let him go after, you know. But uh, they'll, they'll make it work. But Bill Zito... This is what only his second season is GM in there. And you got to like what he's doing with that team so far, because the whole attitude of that team and the whole makeup of it has turned around. I know Joe Quenville came in before before Zito got in there, but he's done a really good job of working with Quenville to build the type of team that they want. I mean, the, the Panthers are looking really good. Now, Quenville came in there before uh, Zito did. Yeah. 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 Uh- I'm interested by TNT putting the time on the. the yeah, power I I hate it. I hate it. Not a fan. And the not extra circle on the on the ice. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is uh this is I think this is a Geneva convention. Is that what they do with the shot clock in basketball? I think so. That makes total yes, sense. They that do. Too. So they just went to the uh, they went to the graphics guy and they were like, hey, we need to do something for hockey. He's like, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> we do exactly the same thing in basketball. How could it be any different, right? Yeah. Um, hey, though, I've seen a little shot here. Lattice ovation of the night for ex-cap Carl Osner and official dog Biscuit. Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> official Carl cap Osner Biscuit. Joining the uh, TV crew out there. So, what they uh, should do is uh, they should highlight Ovi's office and then tell us times yes. that Ovechkin's been outside of his office during the power play. Exactly. Let's see time of a. Uh, Oh, shot blocked right into the face. 
out of I, office. Listen, I would give T. Listen, give TNT some time. They're new at this. They got to work this out. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ESPN at least had the advantage of having done this before, even though it was many, many years ago. But at least they had the advantage of that, you know. The trash job. So that shows you something, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like I said, I like the alternate view viewing that they had. That was nice. Uh, I'm seeing. Uh, hang on, I'm seeing a screenshot now of the uh, of their. Uh... Oh, I mean, it's not too too bad. Just their other uh, TNT score bug. Oh, that, doesn't look, that doesn't look too too bad. Uh, I think the the graphics on ESPN was good too. The graphics on TNT are good. Yeah. The oh. the showing me how many shots on goal there are isn't a requirement. No. I think that just takes up too much space. Right, I mean, Charles, you might as well show me how many show me how many timeouts each team has. Cool. No, no. How many how many puck touches? Yeah. Oh, oh no. Because <laughs> you know the analytics gurus are going to be sitting there whining about that. I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing uh, wins above replacement. Well, <laughs> listen, first intermission already better than ESPN's. Uh, Wayne Gretzky's going to be shooting on Charles Barkley. All right. <laughs> Woo, let's go. Yeah. Let's fucking go. How will the we get it? The thing is, I mean, you know, Sir Charles doesn't need a lot of padding. <laughs> I mean, we, were, we were saying earlier that uh, Charles, it looks like he's slimming down some. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, he's got Gretzky shooting on him. He's going to be ready. Right, exactly. They did, be- uh, they did show um, on NHL Network this morning. I believe they showed Shaquille O'Neal in a, a Seattle Kraken jersey. Yeah, that was from uh, la- uh, earlier this week. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it was yesterday. It was yesterday with us watching, and they were asking uh, Dave Haxtell where they would put where he would put Shaq on the uh, on his team. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's good work. Has right there yeah. has there been a big okay? As a two part question. Has there been, and I don't mean this literally because I know where you're going to go with this, Scotty. Has there been been a bigger sellout after his career has ended than Shaquille O'Neal? And second of all, why does no one ever really talk about that too much? Like we all are, we just think it's funny that Shaq advertises for literally everything and anything. Nobody's like, wow, he must be running out of money. It's funny that he's on that commercial. Nope, the general, he just does it. Oh, we saw blue chips. Yeah. Like, yeah happen Shaq doesn't need the money he just he needs need his personality the out there yeah he doesn't need the money at all no he just, he's just gonna keep his brand going that's all yeah he's How's also the not general even doing into his brand he's just huh? doing it for a shitload of money yeah the he needs a new great. papa john's yeah he does he needs more shakaroni um yeah you know what i sell i don't know if there's been a bigger sellout I mean, I'm thinking of any other athlete that I can think of that has done this many commercials Post. that didn't need the money. Uh, maybe Johnny Bench for Rustolium. I mean, Dan Marino. <laughs> Dan Marino for Isotoners. <laughs> uh, Peyton Manning. Yeah, I, yeah, Peyton Manning probably. Peyton Manning's got pretty bad. Then he sold off all his uh, his Papa John's franchises, and now he's fine. He's doing ESPN work. Oh. By the way, I just want to say it's fucked up that the Seattle Kraken gave Shaq a jersey that fit, and then Sean Kemp like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That that. Ooh, wow. Yeah. How I mean, come on. Well, how, maybe you, they you just they learn from it. Maybe you can't show a little bit of flattering love for you know guy who was you know the face of your once once great. Seattle NBA franchise once upon a time. 
he, they, they, they showed his flattering love handles. That's for damn sure. Oh, yeah. That, if that was the look they were going for, well done. Spot on. Brilliant. NLDS brought to you by Good Sam. Happening tomorrow. Get on it. Um, Sam Goody. Yeah. Ole, Ole Ulalevi has moved to Florida. You want to talk about Florida beefing up a little bit? They get a, a good young defenseman from the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, who still hasn't reached his stride yet. God only knows he'll probably do it in Florida because Vancouver's cursed that way. And yeah. two more guys that have double uh, double vowels and double consonants that are named are going to Vancouver. Yeah, there uh, was still, yeah, I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> Noel, Noel Juleson is going the other way. And yep. some, 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 all these, yeah, all of these guys, and all of these guys have been hampered by injuries as well. They hampered their developments. Oh, Jesus. I thought you were kidding. No, fuck no, I'm not kidding. No. Either. He's actually taking shots on Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley <laughs> face off against everybody. I think he stops Bissonette and McCune, and then everyone else scores on him. And that's about it. So, I hope Gretzky just winds up a slap Yeah, like yeah, Charles has dropped a fair bit, of, fair bit of weight. Yep. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Looks yeah. like Charles slimmed down. Yeah, Charles, he's good, baby. He's he's almost looking looking like almost down to his down to his NBA weight. See, you were saying that. I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Playing weight, of course, he was like 250 when he played, too. So that's a city. Oh man, uh, so yeah, Vancouver making deals, Vancouver just you know getting the problem child out of there, I, I suppose. Uh, Not only problem child, but just uh, the one thing that really didn't help, uh, that really didn't help that kid was, was uh, you know, face down on the ice, gasping for breath after doing some heavy wind sprints, where basically, like, yeah. the veterans team are skating over, going, Get your ass up. The Fuck. To yeah. be fair, Oliver Ekman Larson was kind of dogging it too during those those uh, wind sprints as well. Yeah, but yeah, but it's much easier to rag. It's much easier to rag on a young guy who's, who's still trying to crack the lineup compared to a guy who's pulling oh, it. Eight point two five mil a season. What? 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 Gretzky just went fucking bar down. He's not. He's not holding back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope somebody posts that up later. I can't see it unfortunately. Gretzky's yeah. fucking ripping this shit. <laughs> I hope he's just throwing slap shots at his head. <laughs> <laughs> just like oh, ripping yeah. stuff, right? And he's laughing at him. Kretzky's oh, just like, I'm just going to murder this guy. Come on, Charles. Yeah, get your face rip. down in there on that, son. Wait, oh, now he's lighting up on him. Oh, yeah, he's going easy. <laughs> Charles is yelling at it. Gretzky's just going to lob the last one up. <laughs> Gretzky's holy yeah. tips. Listen, if he can't fix his fuck, then he went far down again. Five. Uh, <laughs> you know. Charles. Charles Barkley. It looks like Charles saved one, though. Yeah, I think one just snapped down off the bar and didn't go across the line. So yeah. I think Gretzky may not be able to skate anymore, but he still, but he could still rip it. Still rip it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some, some skills just don't go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there we go. Um, all right. Uh, what else we got here? We got some uh, John Gibson. He wrote something about this today. Uh, what's his life like after after we see him in Anaheim? Because it looks like his days are coming to a close. Well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, he's, he's, he's entering the third year of an eight-year contract, which he signed back when the Ducks were good, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so now the Ducks aren't so good anymore. Um he he did an interview uh, back when uh, but within the first week of training camp, and he was basically saying that you know 
yeah, we we need everybody here stepping up. You know how much he's he's hated the losing. He understands that the team's rebuilding. You know he knows it's going to be difficult, but he doesn't like the losing. Doesn't like the way they've been losing. And he basically called out some of their younger guys, um, not Jamie Drysdale and Trevor Zegers, because they they haven't been with the team that long. But, you know, guys like Max Comtois and uh, Sam Steele, guys like that who've been with the team, for the young guys who've been with the team a little while, he's basically calling them out like, you guys need to step up. You've been promising for a while. Well, now it's time to start living up to your promise. Because, yeah, and and... If this is going to be another long season, um, Eric Stevens of The Athletic basically was the one making that speculation that if this looks like it's going to be another long season, that maybe they might start exploring some trade options for him. If they do, I don't. I, I think he finishes the season with the Ducks, but I could definitely see him getting shopped in the offseason because that's when teams will have, have the cap space to pick up his 6.4 mil per season. Getting him won't be cheap, but... You can get yourself a, a good starting goalie if you're a team that's going to be in the market for one. Um, yeah, I mean, Gibson's numbers haven't been that good the last two years, but <laughs> neither is the defense in front of him. So you can't pin all of that on him. Uh, I think he would bounce back quite well uh, on a better club. So we'll see how this season shakes out. If the Ducks actually improve, well, maybe they hang on to him. But if if this season sucks on toast for them, maybe they start looking at shipping him out next summer. Ten, uh, ten team, no trade, call, uh, no trade list for him. Yeah. yeah. So that is something to take. He's not going to Buffalo, in other words. Well, you know, who, who or wants Arizona? To? Well, Arizona could be going to Houston. Who's to say? Well, yeah, who? but they could still win though. Winning, winning's a big thing for John Gibson right We're now. But I have an owner that doesn't own like a fly-by-night pizzeria too. I think that helps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome pizza is not really the ownership group that I want to own my hockey. <laughs> I mean. Especially Can't wait until their advertising badge is just a slice of pizza on the top right shoulder. Against the shakaroni? Come on, I don't want. I want the shakaroni <laughs> all day, every day. Uh, Dylan Strome also apparently possibly on the trading block here. What do we hear yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Somebody just put uh, put the gif up of uh, Gretzky. Uh, yeah. Shooting. <laughs> shooting on Sir Charles. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But yeah. Dylan Strome. Yeah. Quite a. Quite a little fall from grace for him. I mean, he, he get traded to the Blackhawks from the Coyotes three years ago. Put up, I think, was it 51 points in 57 games for the Hawks that year. He was skating alongside Alex Dabrinka, his old Erie Otters teammate. Everything was looking really good. And then he had injuries and some inconsistency and tumbled down the old depth chart. I mean, with uh, Jonathan Taze coming back this season and they acquired Tyler Johnson, who's not going to be used on the wing now as he was during his last season in Tampa Bay. They're using him as their second line center. And you got Kirby Doc in there as well. Basically, they there's no place for him, you know. Uh, you know, you had uh, their coach talking about, well, maybe we'll put him down on the fourth line. As Elliot Friedman said, he's not going to thrive there. He's an offensive center, not a defensive guy. So, yeah, you know, Pierre Lebrun thinks, yeah, this guy could get moved in the next week or two. Um, he's got an affordable cap hit, like three mil with one year left, and he's an RFA after this season. So there might be some teams that, you know, looking for some uh, maybe a second line center that could have a good, you know, might go after him. But uh, might take a little longer than a couple of weeks. We'll see. But, yeah, I could see him getting moved at some point. Uh, Sean Gentile from The Athletic. Uh, this isn't great, but it's 100 times better than anything MB- NBC ever attempted. 
Fair point. Oh, and and can I just interject as we're talking TV stuff? And I'm sure did did you guys talk about the commercial? The, oh, the, the, little question, the mass kind mutual kind of. <laughs> or, or, or are you getting to it? Have have we talked about it yet? We, talk, we talked a little bit about it, Johnny and I, but we haven't full, fully gone into it. Could be one of the best commercials ever. Oh my lord, that was fantastic! I kept watching it for like five minutes just kept playing it <laughs> over and over and over first first of all i gotta say ovi's acting shops have gotten better they have yeah. Uh, yeah since since that hilariously dreadful used car commercial that he did back in the day um his wife is fantastic in that commercial as yes. well she gets off the killer final line yeah. why is he always here for breakfast you know <laughs> love that but backstrom steals it Backstrom, when he starts slurping on the, the you know, for, the, for that prologue, that was fantastic. But I just love, I just love Obi going, yeah, yeah, what, what then? Yeah, what then? And then the picture of him and Backstrom that's bigger than his wedding picture. Yeah, that was a great, great commercial. Oh, yeah. That that's one of the all time great hockey commercials. Right. And the best thing is you didn't dress. They didn't have to dress them up in hockey player in their hockey player gear so that everybody can go. Oh, they're hockey players, I guess. It's like, no, they're just a suit. OK, well, everybody knows who they are. And let's be honest, they're going to be playing that commercial a lot during Capitals games. So and, and only during yeah. games. Well, there you go. So there's no need to dress them up in, in their hockey gear. Caps fans know who they are. NHL fans know who they are. To be fair, I don't think um, I don't think I've ever seen a Mass Mutual commercial in general outside of anything. Agreed. That was uh, the first Mass first Mutual Mass commercial I've ever seen. seen in my life. It may not make you buy insurance, but by God, you can be enjoyed. You know, you can enjoy the commercial anyway. I mean, I agree with Scotty. I say that we just give them the Metropolitan Division now for life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Make it happen. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Lyle there in the uh, Lyle there in the BR live. He's part of the new hockey culture, part of Bleacher Report with the slideshow. So we're glad Ooh. to have you part yeah. of a rights holder, Lyle. Um, before we uh, before we head through, Lyle, did you see the tweets from Ovechkin and Backstrom this morning? Oh God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ovi, what the? <laughs> See you for breakfast, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I just love. I was. Re I was also reading too. They they were talking to Ovi and asking like if he was actually eating OVOs during that during that. And he said no. He wasn't. He wasn't sure what it was, but he ate a lot because they had to do multiple takes. Yeah. I just <laughs> so he ate a lot laughing the whole time. Right. <laughs> well, that was the one thing on the one take that they kept. You could see when he, during the long slurp and when when she and when his wife says, "Why is he always here for breakfast?" He's trying to keep it together. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing he's got his beard because if he didn't, that he just would have given it away. But yeah, <laughs> was a very good ad. Yeah, I just, I just, I, I can't get that line out of my head. Why is he always here for breakfast? <laughs> Hey, much back. Oh my, good, uh, good what stuff. Else, what else? What else have you uh, you, you got to say about the first few? I mean, have you been watching the Leapitan and uh, Maple Leaf? Uh, I just watched a little bit before I popped down here. Uh, I did watch uh, last night's games, of course, because hey, it was all in ESPN. So it's you know we were getting the ESPN stream up here in Canada, so I, I had to watch. 
And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the start of a season. It's great. You know, there's always the, like the start of any season. There's always begins with hope and optimism and, you know, shiny new season, like a shiny new patch of ice. Um, you know, um, I, I wasn't surprised that the lightning lost, that they basically got their ass handed to them because uh, they, they, man, they got to stop doing these friggin', you know, un- these 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 raise the banner ceremonies. You know, pre-game. Uh, it, good lord! I mean, you know, imagine you're the team. You won the Stanley. Now you got to drag the Stanley Cup back out there again. And everybody's got to come out. You got to do all things. <laughs> now you got to raise the banner for the fans all Lyle, to cheer. Lyle, you know, just because you're bitter that it hasn't happened for the Habs in 20 years doesn't well, mean you don't let anybody else enjoy their no, moment. No, seriously, dude. It's like. Every team, when they do this, do this long ass unveiling. I mean, now you got to go, but now you got to go out and play, and your your whole energy's gone. You, to you're you're flat to begin with. The cap, the Caps beat the Bruins six cobs during their banner night. Good uh, for them, but in most cases they don't. Did it? That's it the thing I'm trying to say, and that was very out last night that said that the reigning Stanley Cup champion has. Uh, like 16 of the last 18 reigning Stanley Cup champions have lost their first their opening yeah, night game, right. yeah. something like that. Yeah, and a lot of it is this stupid long ass that. Let you know, look, there's no need to drag the cup back out there again. You know, just do the thing. Is just you know, you don't even need don't even need to have the players to come out there. But if you want to have them come out there, fine. They come out, stand there for five minutes, you raise the banner, everybody cheers, and now you do your warm ups and it's done. Do it during the warm up for Christ's sake. This is this is Bill Pritchard's last day of the year, and he gets to take it back to the Hall of Fame and rest for a bit. Yeah, they put him back. Yeah, they put yeah, him back in his so hyperbolic good. chamber. <laughs> so it's all for hyper, hyperbolic. Hyperbaric. I'm sure that Phil Pritchard would, 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 would have no problem. Would, I'm sure Phil Pritchard would have no problem skipping that ceremony to we could finally have his his day, so, his, so his thing, time. The off. thing that I liked about the banner raising is that all the Tampa players were fucking lost. They were looking at the screen for like a video tribute that never happened. Mm. And then here comes the banner up. It was very bizarre. Yeah. Uh, kind of hilarious. I but enjoy. like I said, I mean, if if you've been in a in Jesus, even in any just a peewee friggin' dressing room before a game, I mean, there's always an energy. You know, you're getting yourself hyped up, getting yourself good to go out there and get ready to play. And now you got to stand there and you got to wait, 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 wait. And okay, now we got to get going. It's just no, I I well, never like like those 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 pre. I don't. Yeah, like. I, I always wondered what they do with the guys that weren't on the team when they won the cup. Do they have to stand there and watch, even though they didn't win the cup? Like they signed a new free yeah, agent I, or a guy yeah. from the AHL made the team this year, right? What do they yeah, do? They do they have to wait in the locker room? Well, <laughs> I don't know what Corey Perry did because yeah. I forgot he was on the Lightning and it, it, he lost that Stanley Cup, and yeah. now he has. To <laughs> now he's gonna have his nose rubbed into it again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Corey. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't notice him, but I also didn't really look for him at the at the picture thing. So yeah, exactly. Um, the the other thing though that was quite noticeable though uh, for why the the Lightning lost is yeah they're gonna it's gonna take a bit of time to get a new third line going. They really missed Yanni Gord, Blake Coleman, and Barkley Goudreau. One thing bad enough to lose one of those guys off the line. Even you know, losing two is is even worse. But all three. Ouch. They, 
they looked a step off with their passing, with their shots. Yeah. Everything yeah. in the first period just looked off. Yeah. And I mean, now listen, I mean, this is still a crazy talented team and we know they're going to get their footing and they're going to be back in the whole thick of it. But they lost to a Penguins team that was missing their top three scores. And they didn't just lose. They lost badly. And that just goes to show that, yeah, this team was beyond flat. You know, know, they also didn't play with a goalie for six minutes. Yeah, that well, yeah, but even so. so. <laughs> but that just goes to show, though, just how much of a give a fuck factor John Cooper had by that. Point. He's like, I got my contract extension. Fuck you guys. <laughs> no, just take the rest of the night off. Take uh, the rest of the night off. Well, Vasilevsky was the only one, really. Let's be honest, that played well for them. He really did. He was the only one who played well for the Lightning. I thought, in my humble opinion, the only one that yet yeah, was beyond reproach. You know, the rest of them, you know. I mean, you play that much hockey over the past two years. For, I mean, you saw this with the Penguins. Yeah. Back to back, too. Like, it, it's it, that, that, short, that shortened off season. Yeah. I mean, winning the Stanley Cup is a blessing, but it's also a curse because when the next season rolls around, that's part of that whole dreaded Stanley Cup uh, hangover that they talk about is, yeah, it, it you know, you don't have as much time to recover as, as uh some of your opponents do, and it takes a little longer to get that that extra gear going again. So, but again, I mean, they're definitely talent. They're going to be among the best teams in the league again this season. It's just a matter of course. Um, the Kraken, wow, uh, didn't look start. very good to start, but showed they showed showed some showed some moxie there uh, coming back from a three nothing deficit. Um, that, that, that was the thing I found interesting. Their, their offense was working pretty good last night. Like even throughout the game, their defense and their D was supposed to be their, their strength. That was the whole, you know, Mm -hmm. the whole thing Mm -hmm. we all talked about and they look like they still got some bugs to sort out there. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, and I think Grubauer is going to be, uh, wishing he stayed in Colorado because that defense. <laughs> yeah, that's not quite the same D in front of him, is it? No. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. No. It's a much smaller D. <laughs> it's cold out. Yeah. It's ice rink. Yeah. Um, it's not always the size, Johnny, but you got to have a talent. You got to have talent. Exactly. You have to have rhythm. And what's the Seattle sound? You guessed it. Grunge. That's no rhythm. Just loud mm-hmm. noises. Still talking about <laughs> hockey or sex? I can't know. I don't know what you guys <laughs> Um, what's that smell? Mm. Oh, it's Teen Spirit. Yep, uh, there it is. Um, Lyle, did you see the new Kings jersey? Yeah, I did. What'd you think? Seen worse. I mean, I'm listen. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still an old school fan. Fair. Of, Fair I, no, I'm still, a, I'm still a fan of 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 their original. You yeah, know, he wants purple and yellow purple. back. I always love that. I agree with the purple for sure. Yeah, I always love that. I like the old purple and black deal. The 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 black and silver Gretzky era one. I mean that that was an Oakland Raiders ripoff as far as the color scheme and everything went. So I'm it's okay, but I was never really that big a fan of it. Yeah, but Mark, have you seen it? Yeah, I I mean I enjoyed it, but then again, you know that was exactly when I was growing up watching. Sure, like, that was that was my first generation la kings jersey as far as you know my hockey fandom was concerned so i loved it sure that's i mean that and that's understand i'm not knocking anybody who for them that was their first one and they loved it but that's like i said that's for the same reason why i like the original one that they wore mm-hmm. for many years and years and years the royal purple i mean you know it was unique 
And I always loved the big crown. And yeah, I, I thought that was, you know, for me, that was, you know, going back to Rogi Vashon and Marcel Dion and the triple crown line and Luke Robitaille's rookie year. And oh, yeah. So for me, that was, you know, that was my thing. That, yep. was, that was my jam back in, back in the day. Back in the day. What kind of bag of fun we got, Lyle? Oh, my Lord. I think, well, we pretty much covered everything that we would have talked about. In a... Oh, one one thing that's interesting, though, with Vander Kane. Oh, yeah, the COVID stuff. Vander Kane. That scamp. What's he done now? What's he going to do next? If it's not gambling, it's allegations of spousal abuse and then allegations of using a phony COVID vaccination card. Oh, you lovable prankster. <laughs> anyway, um, apparently uh, he could be facing a suspension. You think? Uh, well, suspension from freedom? Not Is just that a, a federal offense? I mean, no, no. No, not just not just from that. Even if it, it, basically, if I read what Nick Kiprios was, was posting there yesterday properly, even if you know nothing comes out of the out of all this uh, these allegations, they did lead us an investigation and clears him. Uh, well, basically, right now he's been declared non-roster for mm-hmm. the Sharks and does not count against their salary cap while he's non-roster. And from what Kipper was saying is that he could be facing a, a, a suspension of a certain number of games, even if he's even if the league determines that he, you know, there's no basis on these allegations, that he would serve a set number of games and then could resume his playing career. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see what that he cited some something in the CBA as to why he could be sort of. Uh. Suspended. Is it one of those things like yeah, bringing a bad light to the league kind of situation? Yeah, he, he cited that. Yeah, it, it, it's sort of along that line, I believe. It's Contra- something, con- conduct detrimental to blahzy blahzy blah. Could be that sort of thing. Yeah, he's it's, also going to be fined five thousand dollars. It's the, the maximum for the CBA. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 in it's it's in uh, it's section eighteen of the CBA, and I have not had an opportunity to go dig through that shit, but. Uh, uh, if if you get some some spare time on your hands, kids, section eighteen, uh, para eighteen, subsection A. Nobody actually gets past section sixteen. Let's be honest. <laughs> I just get well, the clip. Eighteen, eighteen, what? Yeah, eighteen, eighteen A. Eighteen, eighteen A. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh public criticism of supplementary discipline. So. So I guess that's all. <laughs> other commissioner discipline under article. So this is other. This is the other chart. That's the um, other. It's the other. What's the uh, what's the um, the maximum? The highest maximum uh, uh, fine that he can get per, for this. Twenty-five life. What's that? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> that's five <to> ten. <laughs> okay. No, no, Jesus. Now I got to do that. Okay. <laughs> See, last week I called Evander Kane the Coyotes of of hockey players because he's just always in the news for it. CBA school. Yeah, you're right. CBA school. Article 18. Supplemental discipline for on-ice conduct. That wasn't on the ice. No, I know. 
I don't know what that has to do with the. Well, I think, like I said, eighteen eighteen is <laughs> is uh, yeah, the on ice conduct deal, but it's also like off ice conduct. I don't right. Know. Um, it comes in uh, all right. Once the once the review is complete per section eighteen five, the options are either no discipline needed, a fine. For fines over five thousand dollars, players a right to a phone hearing, a oh. suspension of up to five games for which the player has a right to a phone hearing, a suspension of six or more games for which the player has a right to a a in person hearing. Given the COVID shit, I'm guessing that's got that's going to be a, a, probably a Zoom hearing. <laughs> sure, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, find the maximum amount under the CBA, 18, sections 1870B. A player's fine can be up to 50% of their daily NHL salary, excluding bonuses. In other words, the NHL salary divided by the number of days in the season, at least 184, and cannot exceed $10,000 for the first fine. Oh. So he could be looking at, yeah, at a $10,000 fine. Uh, if he gets fined, but by what uh, what Kipper was saying, it sounds like though a set number of games to be suspended. Yeah, I would so, bet that he's not fined. Don't, no, bet, no. don't use that word against. <laughs> yeah, game, please. <laughs> uh, that one almost slipped by me there, Johnny. Well Thank done. you. Well done, sir. That, that's you. what I love about your humor: it's the subtlety. <laughs> <laughs> You slip that in, you shoehorn that in there, and it's just like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so okay, that that's that's all the funsies I've got there, but yeah, it, yeah, Vander Kane's gonna face some kind of uh, discipline. We're talking to Vander Kane, so got it. We gotta talk. We gotta talk. This. Oh, no, the thrashers. No, we gotta talk this now. Uh oh, Vander Kane suspension. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Over under. Here we go. Forty one and a half. Oh, we're gambling on the gambling suspension. Yeah, That's we so might, meta. We might as well make it. Ha- well, no, this is for the. No, COVID this is COVID oh. suspension. This is for the whole thing. Yeah, he so, got he got exonerated under. from the. Uh, right. Yeah, he did. He was exonerated from the gambling one. So, yeah. so over he hit that parlay. Forty one and a half, which is the maximum amount I've seen through Rafi Torres's play in season. Another former shark. That got that fine uh, or suspension when he was a shark. Over under forty one and a half games for Evander Kane. Lyle. Oh, under. Okay. Well under. Mark. Under as well. Okay. Johnny. Um. Uh, I'm gonna go over, and only because <laughs> I have a weird feeling that this COVID <laughs> thing is fake. Uh, like just a hunch like the concept of COVID or no 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 the, the <laughs> okay. I was going to say yeah yeah just COVID as a he whole he has nothing against COVID Scott. I have nothing yeah. against COVID, <laughs> against COVID. And what, are we, what happens when they get those uh, COVID stickers on their helmets what is that when does that's that just occur? to prove they're vaccinated yeah, that's exactly. all it's just a vaccine <laughs> hey only I, four players remain unvaccinated now and we, we know three of them yep um, I'm going over because I'm not a pussy. <laughs> bet the over all day, every day, ladies and gentlemen. Unless it's Jacksonville and somebody else, and then Jacksonville and New York Jets, and then you just fucking kill yourself because you're betting that game. Who are you, David P. Lycomi? R.I.P. Dave. Um, all right. Pick him. All right. 
let's I gotta do let's do the pick'em and then I gotta go because uh, Harper's freaking out. Last week, Mark won 14 goals. Uh, Kings uh, Johnny second, Lyle yes. third. I was in fourth. Sean Leahy scored zero goals with his team last week. Oh, Sean Leahy. WHL. We go across Canada now, and we go to the WHL for this one. Uh, I will pick a team that um, was in a little bit of hot water with their third jersey reveal, and then the third jersey oh, got no. got yeah. uh, revoked. It's not uh, not very easy to play hockey on hot water. No, exactly. Yep. No. Very true statement. The Prince Albert Raiders are my pick. Uh, Lyle, who do you got? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. It's <laughs> that babble incoherently here. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, um, uh, hang on, hang on. Ten seconds. Shut up. <laughs> Nine, uh, okay, no, I'm, I'm picking the Kamloops Blue Blazers. Nice, good work. Johnny. I had to find a wrestling one, dude. Um, I'm going to go with the team that used to have Washington Capitals jerseys and go with the Lethbridge Hurricanes. Good pick. Mark. I'm going to go with the antithesis of the Prince Albert Raiders and go with the Regina Pats. Nice. Oh, hello. Sex. All right, Mark, get the hell out of here. Go take care of your kid. Yeah, she's, you later, uh, she's had a rough go of it the last few weeks. Yeah. Like uh, it's which culminated in an ER trip this afternoon. So oh, she's okay, but she has a very bad uh, chest cold and is not sleeping. So here well, we are. So, uh, T's and P's, brother. Take yes, care, man. I appreciate it. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. There he goes. It's uh, Mark with us. See, you can find him on uh, at Pitts Lives, PittsLives. It's a great website. It's a fantastic <laughs> website. It doesn't, <laughs> the problem is it doesn't show up for 30 minutes. <laughs> then, it's in, then it's intermittent uh, throughout the time you're on the website. And the entire and it's got flash in the background. It just goes shh. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a noise in the there's a tab in the background, and you don't know where the fuck it's coming from. <laughs> yeah, you can't find where the music's coming from. <laughs> oh shit. All right. Fuck. Oh, I don't know. I don't have a oh, fuck you today. Um, oh, that's okay. Fine. We have hockey cards. I can find... I have a box of hockey cards. I got hockey cards beside me here, too. I opened all my packs from uh, from uh, Big Nick's because... I'm going to get the random box of hockey cards that I have over here that Laura gave me six to eight years ago. We'll review your random box of hockey cards. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Uh, it's funny, funny that the hockey cards just—it's it, been a new thing. It's been a new thing for Johnny. He's getting back into it. I saw some of the, the some of the stuff he posted today was fantastic. I don't know if you saw those, Lyle. You got a one of fifteen Willie O'Ree stick card. You know it's good. It says hockey cards on it. Oh, ah, it. jam right there, kids. There you go. Were you talking about uh, my cards? Yeah, we're talking about your my card. Yeah. Yeah. Let's that Willie O'Ree card's fantastic. That is a sick card. It yeah. has a it has part of a leather glove in it. Oh, it's glove. I thought it was a oh. Yes. Yeah. Pretty awesome. What kind of cards you got there, John? Um, so these are really cool. I think a lot of these are, it looks like 99, 2000 tops. But then I got these guys. These guys? Oh. Nice. The prism. Fancy. A die cut. That was a um, Yager. And then there's a, uh, a Pavel Bore. Nice. 
and a uh, Steve Eiserman oh. before he stole her waitress. Right. Yeah. Well before. They're in this box that I haven't opened in six to eight years. <laughs> <laughs> the treasures that come. Oh. There's a Yarmir Yager fantastic finishers. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, let's read some of this. Uh <laughs> Winner of the 1998-99 scoring title and tied for second in goals, Yager is widely viewed as the most dangerous one-on-one player in the world. In the world. His strength, skating, agility, and creativity blend into a lethal concoction no single defender can overcome. Interesting. Yeah. See, I don't know how to do the, uh, the like, finding. I don't know how to do how Scotty... Does all of the? There's a bunch that are in top loaders. Most of them are Red Wings. Imagine that. <laughs> Johnny loves his Red Wings. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not good with the like. These are neat. Ninety-eight. <laughs> so ninety-six, ninety-seven Fleer Ultra card. That's oh yeah, looking. I like the, I like that. Oh. I like that card just because the uh, script on the bottom is so unique. Yeah, it's a very. Cool it's almost a, a tops. Old school tops baseball card, like from the '88, where it's just a basic and it just had like a little flubby, sig- uh, flubby signature down there. I like. I have those. a ton of Vladimir Konstantinos in here. You think he was gonna die and you're gonna cash in? What the fuck, dude? That's messed well, no, up. No, these weren't mine. Laura gave them to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tough man. Oh, Vladimir just... Konstantinov. I got. It's just one after another. Oh, jeez. It's a good thing I didn't try to give you guys what it, what these were, because they would all be Vladimir Konstantinov. Exactly. <laughs> Easy pick and show. Uh, this one's neat. Let's pull this one out of its uh, case. Flip this one out and show it. And this is fantastic podcasting, by the way. So that's, that's yeah. a, give a if you don't pay for the video show, that's on yeah. you at this point. Uh, a vintage Pinehurst. Oh, Parker. Oh. Mar- Parkhurst, Mario Lemieux. But check out the back. Look at that. Ooh, just a, a just a tan style? cardboard cardboard yeah. color. Yeah, there's no question that Mario Lemieux's physical abilities on the ice. There's no there is no question of Mario Lemieux's physical abilities <laughs> on the ice. But what is not as evident is his drive and intense competitive spirit. A winner in hockey since day one, he's shown a great will to win, overcoming obstacle after obstacle to be an on ice leader. That he is. He never won the. Uh, he never won the uh, Mark Messier leadership trophy, though. It's true. That's true. That was always Mark Messier for the years he played. Yeah. And then this one has a. Uh, this one has a stat on the back. It says, "Did you know?" Uh, probably didn't. Timo <laughs> Solani sent the NHL record for most goals by a rookie. It was seventy six in ninety two ninety three, surpassing Mike Bossy's fifty three in seventy seven seventy eight. There you go. Wow, did you know that? No, I did not. You know Tamu Solani led the rookies in the goal score? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Well, I didn't know, Lyle. I'm just trying to trying to ask you here. Yeah, no, no, I knew that. Yeah. This one's a Topps Ice Masters, and it's not Dave Brown or the guy Dan Brown. This is another Steve Eisenman. I got a apparent, you know, I, I feel like, oh, of Vladislav Kozlov. Um, I feel like, you know, Laura was a Red Wings fan, even though she told everybody she was a um, a uh, Devils fan. So this so I went through my hockey cards recently, Lyle. 
Okie dokie. And these are the doubles I have of all of my McDonald's cards when Canada had those promotions for the past. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, they did not have a lot of variety in these uh, cards. Mm-hmm. If anyone's looking for some McDonald's cards, I'm probably going to throw them up on eBay. <laughs> um, yeah, the rest of them are all Tops 89. I mean, sorry, 99-2000. I was going to say, wait, you got Tops 89 cards in there. Here we go. <laughs> there Johnny goes. He's ready to go. These cards are shiny. Is it a, this, this is an interesting look. So this one's the Timo Solani card. It's got an interesting, just like brown border to it. Very glossy. This was a very simple card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OPG to your Canadian, our Canadian. Yeah, OPG for us up here in, in Soviet Kanukistan. I think that I like the die cut ones the best though. Yeah. These things are cool. Yeah. Um, I got like the rookie class of 2000, so it's got the Pietro, the Sedin twins, stuff like that. I think I run that, won that while listening to the hockey show on broadcastmasters.com before I became a host. Oh, that is true. We did have those. I remember that. Yeah. Lyle has has the has the collector stuff. market been booming up there like it has down here in terms of memorabilia and stuff like that. Oh God, yeah. It all. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, hell, they opened up, uh, geez, just locally, they opened up a new card and memorabilia store here in here in little old Charlottetown, too. So did that dirt, you know, in the middle of a pandemic. So that goes to show how much of a market there is for stuff up here. Oh, yeah. But just, yeah, all over. I mean, it uh, but it, it just kind of ebbs and flows. I don't know about in the about in the States, but it, it does tend to kind of ebb and flow. You know, I mean, Jesus, like I said, back in the early 90s, I mean, that's when I got right back into car collecting there for about three years, because that's when it just went upper deck came into the market oh yeah i mean up here that's when it just boomed and i jumped right on that because it was just completely you know what i mean they did it was just completely different the way that they 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 did the cards up um but then it just kind of seemed to drop off by the mid 90s and then i just kind of lost interest in it and you know but i still have them though i still i, I still have all i still have all my original cards from when i was a kid well not all of them i have some of them sure. the ones from the early 70s they all wound up getting being uh wound up being fodder for the spokes of my uh my bicycle and then they wound up going in the garbage when the new ones came out i i kept the later seasons and the ones from the uh the early 90s no i did not make them uh fodder for my bicycle spokes either so i kept those but uh, yeah i the only thing i did with the uh with those ones was um my nephew jace is a huge Sidney crosby fan and I probably shouldn't have done this, but I, I did have, because they were, when, back during Sid's rookie year here, they were doing like big promotional things for the cards. So you could buy his cards anywhere. Uh, but of course, now you don't get them anymore. They're rare to get. So I basically just gave them to uh, my nephew, Jace. And I also gave him my uh, Mario Lemieux cards from the early uh, 90s as well. Because mm. nice. I just figured, oh, hey, he's a big Penguins fan. And even though he never saw Mario Mario play live, obviously, but uh, of course, because he was a big fan of Sid, then he became big. He's a big Penguins fan, and now of course a big fan of Mario. So when I gave him those cards as well, he was just like over the moon. So, you know, I just figured that was kind of a nice thing to do for my nephew. You know, smart. Yeah, I know he's going to look after him because when I went out two years later and visited them, he had them all mounted. You know, so he's looking after them properly. So. Well, yeah. I mean, hell, now you have to cherish those because nowadays these card packs are like seven bucks a pack. I'm like motherfucker. Mm. Uh-huh. Damn. Yeah, God Almighty, eh? Like they're really, they're really like Jesus. I remember grumbling back off like, what, what, what? Three ninety nine for this? Jesus. Right, okay. There's, <laughs> there's only twelve cards in here. This is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, why I just waited for other people to pull the cards, and I stuck them on eBay for a while until I could get what I wanted. 
right? Exactly for the price you want. Yeah. yeah. But it's just it's just so cool though too. I do I do like I do follow some uh, car collectors and occasionally too like like you know Jen will put the you know we'll we'll put the the odd card up as well, you know of any of her finds and it's just occasionally I'll see one that'll be like oh I had that back in the early seventies shit you know? <laughs> oh, da, da, da. or I'll see one from the late seventies and be like oh yeah I got that one. <laughs> welcome to the uh, welcome to the NHL Hendrix Lapierre. Uh, three nothing caps now. Nice. Great story for that kid. Yeah, it, I mean, he had the neck injury and it really hurt his, you know, during his draft year, and and he basically tumbled down into the into the cap's lap, and it's a yeah. But I, I said at the time, he gets healthy, he comes back healthy from that, he could turn out to be a real keeper for them, and so far so good. Diamond in the rough for sure. Yeah, I mean, smart on them for doing the due diligence, and you know, hey, why not? Let's take a chance. Why the hell yeah. not? Yeah. And then, yeah, they still have Connor Mongo McNamichael hanging out there. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. Right, number 29, formerly Joe Ricci's number. So mm. that's going to make it his own, baby. Yeah, why not, right? Remember this day. Remember this day, Caps fans. At the end, you know, you know uh, Hendrix, uh, the Hendrix experience. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure you heard a few of those puns, too, floating around. when they. Yeah. Then what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then what? <laughs> oh boy, good times. Oh well. <laughs> Lyle, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. Always, always. Hey, we got a regular season on the way. We got actual stuff to talk about. It's great. Yeah. That part about this, I love having the regular season stuff to talk about instead of. <sighs> okay, it's mid-August. What that? Exactly. What's happening now? Jack Eichel, huh? Ah, like those situations. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Nice I, to have I, still a think, I still think that Jack Eichel, huh, is still going to be a, a thing like in a couple weeks. <laughs> oh, this is still going to pop to the surface more than once, I'm sure. You know, mm-hmm. but anyway. Good times. We well, will make you. <laughs> yes, indeed. We'll see you later there, buddy. All right. You guys have a good week. Talk to you next week. <laughs> see you, Al. Slaw Richardson. He's on. Uh, he's got SpectresHockey.net. He's got at Spectres Hockey on the Twitters. Good times, great memories uh, for him. So there we are, Johnny P. With some shout-outs. Um, give a shout out to the uh, Black Bears heading up to New York this weekend. Um, shipping up to Jamestown. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't have the same flow to it. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um. And uh, what else? I don't know if I have much else. Um, I'll give a shout out to synthetic decking, though, because the last like last like three or four days, I think it's like rained overnight and I come out and the water is just beating up right on the deck there. It's super easy. dries real fast. It's it doesn't like seep into the wood and then just sit there for years like the old one. So I I, I appreciate uh what went on and the fixing of the house and the deck and it's nice i like it i enjoy it wonderful and uh, i'll give a shout out to hockey being back in wayne gretzky taking shots at charles barkley's head did did you uh did you talk about the stick you got this weekend oh i haven't actually uh so i have yellow stick tape on the way so that i can uh tape the top uh yellow but uh yeah i will definitely give a shout out to the uh whoever it was from the uh 
Northeast generals who broke their stick high enough up the stick that uh, I cut off a half inch of stick in order to get it back to like a level spot. I uh, sanded the top. I threw in like a eight inch wooden peg, glued it all up, and uh, it's the same size as my regular stick. There you so go. <laughs> I just uh, I I just I just scored a three hundred dollars Bauer stick. Nice. Um, kind of like and, that. Yeah. The the times of being short, fantastic. As soon as I think the yellow tape gets here tomorrow from Amazon, then I can tape up the top of the stick with the yellow, and it'll it looks just like a black bear stick. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. I, I appreciate it. It was fantastic. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the generals just uh, didn't care for their sticks at all. They just left them all broken and everything on the bench. So. <laughs> There was a point uh, last weekend where a stick got broken and I came out on the ice for in between periods. It was Tornquist stick when it got broken. It got stuck in the uh, Zam door uh, yeah. and snapped in half. Uh, and one of the uh, uh, generals players just kind of shot a piece of the stick like over toward me. And I was like, oh, and I picked it all up. And then one of the linesmen skated over and took it from me. <laughs> I was oh. like, I'm just trying to clean up the ice, man. Yeah, leave me alone. What are you doing? The referees also shout out to the referees uh, who listen to our podcast, who come to the website for pictures, all that jazz. So good times, good times. Yeah, I've been told that our podcast does well to kill time while they're driving two games. It helps. I'm sure it helps a lot. Yeah, I told him that's what we do best. Kill time. I don't listen. Um. I do the show. I don't need to listen back to it. I have a hard enough time. I have a hard enough time trying to edit the Chesapeake Hockey Week because I hate the sound of my own voice. It's like it's fine. It's your voice. But I'm just like, man, why do I have to keep messing up? Like, what the hell's my problem? Uh, but it's your bull. I know it's gonna be your bull. Uh, in any case, uh, shout out to UND Hockey being back. We'll have they have a home and home this weekend, so I will be in there only Saturday. Uh, shout out to the. Uh, Black Bears in Jamestown and the worst camera angles in the NHL. I look forward to that as they point the camera at the fucking railing from like the top of the goddamn rink. <laughs> um, terrible. Um, eh, I got really nothing. Else. Shout out to jerseys. Uh, Team Maryland's jerseys. I finally saw their away jerseys. Oh, fantastic. Uh-huh. So, it's it's the Black Bears black jerseys from last year with the flag as the pipe as the stripe stripe uh, as the pipes yeah as yeah the hem and stuff like Is that, that the one that says Maryland in script across the yeah. front yeah yeah simple 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 yeah, it's so. good stuff um that's it that's all we've done it um for Johnny P Mark with a C Scotty Waz take care of yourself and someone else this has been uh, Face Off Hockey Show on the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction. <laughs> Uh, hey, you can find us uh, everywhere. Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Apple, Google, all the places. It's great. You can get us there uh, if you're downloading, and you probably already have because you're listening to us somehow. Although I don't know how the metrics work. I see a big boom in our listens. I don't know how that came from. But even still, it's fine. Um, let me get the revenue for it. Uh, at FOHS Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and uh, Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show if you want to get the video show and donate and help help our cause and put a tip jar and all that other fun stuff for giving you free entertainment for the last 20 years. Um, not not to guilt you, but we have other people who are better than you. You want to be like them? 
contribute. Patreon.com slash show. I heard bullying works if you bully people and their money. Like MJF? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and they know it. Um, oh, also shout out AEW Elite Crete, uh, Elite Crate. I got one of those today. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. it's pretty cool. Um, so there you go. That's it. You guys have a good week. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.